Gadgets for Families, episode 14. Now, this is the podcast. Now, bear with me on this one because it's a little long, but this is the tech podcast for those that every September hope to convince one of their clients that they should upgrade to their own current device, the one that they have in their hands, so that they can, in some way, justify the new one for themselves. And, yeah. and those that are content with those hand-me-downs or those that say, nope, I'm getting the latest and greatest, and you just have to teach me how to use it. <laughs> now, that was really long, but I think that covers most everyone, right, Jason? I think so. Well, I'm your host, Greg Cunningham. And I'm your host, Jay Benjamin. And you forgot one thing. Uh-oh. Also, the people who upgrade to those devices and then have to struggle with whether or not to keep that device like we do every year with you having to convince yourself to splurge on yourself to <laughs> to keep the latest and greatest. But yeah, maybe, yeah, that does cover everyone. Maybe that's why I haven't upgraded for the last two upgrade cycles because I just didn't want to have that internal fight with myself. I did it with the watch yeah. last year, right? I mean, you were part of that whole that yeah, whole should yeah. I return it? Should I return it? Should I return it? But yeah, and I remember a few devices before and and a couple of watches too and you just it's just hard to keep you you know, to get you to, to, I, I, you know, I know you don't like to put your family in a bind and things like that, but yeah, yeah, it's hard to get you to splurge on yourself from time to time, so. <laughs> well, my wife just looks at me when I talk to her about this and rolls her eyes because she knows how much I use yes. all of these devices, right? It's not like I'm going out and buying a motorcycle that I'm only going to drive once a week and then for six months of the year i can't drive it anyway because the year so or the weather's so bad so she just looks yep. at me and rolls her eyes and i think yeah. she's tired yeah. of talking to me about it so <laughs> yeah yeah same here you know you don't you don't buy them just for you know if, if it's an upgrade if it's an s upgrade you know like they do a like they used to do a, an 8s or or you know 15s or, or you know 14s or something like that um you know, with just minor upgrades, you you usually hold out. You're not upgrading just to get a new camera, just to get a, you know what I mean? So when you buy it, it's worth it. And uh, yeah, it's usually a struggle to get you to keep it. So. <laughs> well, and we're going to talk about the whole hand-me-down thing because that used to be the easiest way for me to justify all this. But I don't want to spoil that. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But that does factor yeah. into all of these conversations. So, So I was telling Jason before we hit record that... I have been super excited about this episode since we started planning it late last week and kind of kept me going with a bunch of other stuff that's going on. But this week, we're going to be talking about this magical time of year we call Apple Event September. Well, at least that's what I call it. Yeah. I totally just made that up. But that's, that's really what it is, right? <laughs> I mean, you have WWDC in June, and then you like have nothing between then yep. and September. So we've got an Just Apple rumors. event coming up. Yeah, and I actually heard, uh, and I'll keep trying to refresh my Twitter feed, but uh, a couple of reliable sources have said that they expect the event announcement to go out today. Okay. So we'll, we'll kinda, I'll kind of keep my Twitter feed up, X feed. Well, no, it's Twitter feed. I'm not calling it X. Um, <laughs> and uh, if that comes out, then we'll, take, we'll, we'll mention it. But Sometime in September, it's probably going to be the 12th or the 13th. Um, 
So that's when the event will be. So we're going to talk about what we believe is going to happen over the next few weeks with Apple and how we plan to navigate this early Christmas because I, I plan on it being an early self-Christmas, at least for yeah. me. And then I mentioned this in the last show. We're going to move to the post-show. We're going to talk about how the hypothetical situation where Apple buys Disney, how that would change our lives and um, you know, have some of that conversation. And then, Jason, I think it's time to talk about betas. Don't yep. you think? <laughs> I think so. And we'll, we'll talk about it more later, but I actually was ready to pull the trigger yesterday and said, nope, I'm going to wait for Greg. Let's talk about it on today's show. But I think today is the day. Or yeah, this week I, is the week. I, I almost did it yesterday, too. So uh, anyway, we'll, we'll talk betas. So Yeah. <laughs> all right. But before we dive in, don't forget to do all the things, right? Subscribe, follow the show. Um, We'd also really love to get feedback. So we've done a couple of different styles of show, right? We've done these more special event types of things like we're doing today. We did some with WWDC. And then we've also done some in-depth tutorials. Now, Jason and I are very open to tweaking how we do this show. And should we do some tutorials and more shows like this or what the mix needs to be? So just use that feedback form in the show notes. Or um, you can email G4F, G, the number 4F at mountainebooconsulting.com and we'll get that information too but let us know but beyond that rate the show review it love to get the word out and spread this out to all of your clients as well as anybody else that's you know really into this kind of stuff so all right that's all the things let, let, let's uh let i had a tragedy happen and by tragedy i mean it really wasn't a tragedy but we have out uh I've been trying to spend as much time as possible out on our back porch when we're here at home. And the weather had been great. It's gotten a little bit warm. I know it's nothing like it is in Houston. But um, yeah. <laughs> so I had, warm. we bought this little table that goes in between these standalone hammocks that we have. And I set my phone on top of my iPad on that, but it was also on a blanket. And about 30 mm. seconds later, I hear this big thump. And my iPhone had slid off my iPad and fell about eight inches onto the concrete. Now, iPhones are built really, really, really well. And I did have a screen protector on, and, but the problem was is it hit right on the back corner on one side and then kitty corner, it must have bounced and hit kitty corner on the other side too because now that uh, stainless steel um, ring that goes around the phone has some pretty deep scratches and one set of scratches is right where I hold the phone. So I can feel it every single time I pick up the phone. So yeah, I had to put on a case. Yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't stand to even look at that, but the bigger problem was I could feel it every time I picked up because it's on the bottom third yeah. of the phone. And that's so, where you grip it from. Yeah. That's where you hold a phone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 And it's just, I mean, Jason knows this about me. If I don't get a screen protector on just right, I'm also yep. taking it off and putting another one on. So Yep. Yep. I'm glad it's so, uh I'm glad it's September and I'm glad I've planned on upgrading my phone because if I hadn't have been, this would have done it. 
So this would have pushed you to upgrade. Yeah. 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 So that constant reminder of, of, you know, if there's a scratch on, on, on the top or the corner or something and you just, you know, you see it every now and then, that's one thing. But having to pick that thing up and having that constant reminder every time you hold the phone, you know, that that there's a big gash on the side, it 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 would drive me crazy, too. I would have to upgrade upgrade or go ahead and do my Apple care or something like that. So, no, no, it it came just in time. So the question is, are you going to put a case on the new one? Well, or are you just so, going to go with a wrap or because we talked about slick wraps and, and um, uh, what's the other one that you that you use? D-brand. Um, D-brand. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's, let's go with one of those. Let's hold that for okay. later for what we're planning on doing, because I have a couple of ideas, but I got to give some context and that'll take forever. But Jason, this whole thing about going caseless. Right. And yeah. I've got one more other yeah. little catch up item because I want to go on a little rant. But. Going caseless, I like to go caseless in circumstances where um, I want it to look a little more elegant, right? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I always buy a waterproof, ultra-rugged case that covers everything, including the screen, just because of some of the mountain biking and hiking and camping and some of that kind of stuff. And we go out on the lake and with the blow-up kayaks and stuff like that. So I always buy that kind of a case. But... You know, I haven't been, I've been going mostly caseless except for when I was camping for the last six or nine months. So I, I, I like it. What about you? So I go caseless all the time, right? You, you, you remember back when we worked together, um, I used to always get asked a question like, why do you, why don't you have a case on this thing? And <clears throat> It's because I, I love the craftsmanship that Apple puts into the phones, right? You know, it, it's one of those things we don't think about. But if you think how many millions they pay <laughs> their staff and, and designers and stuff to come up with these styles of the phone, right? It used to be Johnny Ives back in the day. And I know, you know, from a corporate standpoint, he can't take all the credit for the design. He had a team. But for the most part, these were his designs, right? So. And Apple paid millions of dollars a year for these designs and, and people, they get them and they put them in a case, right? So what you're enjoying all year is basically the, the case manufacturer's design, right? You see your phone, you have the software and stuff like that and you enjoy, and you enjoy that. But uh, when you're talking about the phone experience, the hardware, the craftsmanship that they put in it, I love all of that. I love the way the buttons feel when you press the buttons. I love the way... Um, the materials that they use, you know, whether it's aluminum or, or stainless steel or, or titanium, like in the watches that, that they're using, I, I, I enjoy the feel of those materials and things like that. So it, it's always been a good idea for me to just get the uh, Apple Care or Apple Care Plus and, and uh, just go case free, right? And, and people are like, well, you know, that doesn't make any sense. You're still spending more money. Well, if you're spending 60 to $90 on a, on a good quality case, right? Of course you can go on Amazon and pay 14 bucks for a clear rubber bumper or something like that. Also, I love that bumper that Apple had way back when yeah. whatever model it was. And nobody makes them like that anymore. It's just a tragedy. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I did love that bumper, which would protect the edges and stuff like that. And also I believe I missed Apple care too on that, on that model. But, so 
I'm out with my phone in in multiple cases, right? It's it's a it's a uh, 14 Pro Max, and and uh, it is the gold version, which I always had a love for either the white or the gold version of of the uh, iPhones whenever they would release them, and you know. When I'm at work, I'll set my phone on on my countertop. Even the even the smaller ten now has a counter uh, countertop, and customers will see it and be like, and they're like, "Oh, it's gonna fall! It's gonna fall!" Like, <laughs> you know, you need to have a case of that thing. And I have to always explain to them why I don't have a case. Uh, one of the uh, uh, the ladies that's been working with us, she's always like, "I'll set my phone down," and she's always like, "Like it's gonna fall." And, because sometimes it's right on the edge and stuff. Not that I'm being careless with it. I just know it's not going to fall. It's a it's a pretty steady, uh, steady bar. But yeah, multiple times during the week, I'm having to explain why I don't have a case. And, and it's just explaining my my um, my love for, you know, the design and stuff like that. So but that brings me to a question off the top of your head. What was your favorite iPhone design? Oh, Probably I have the, the Jeopardy sound playing in my probably the ten. The 10. Yeah, okay. I mean, because it was such a a departure. Um, and if I remember right, it was still more rounded on the edges versus the square that we have today. So, I mean, my ideal is pro- my ideal would probably be today's style with the rounded edges of like the seven. Yeah. Yep. Around it. So for me, it it without a doubt was the iPhone four. And you remember that that glass back and things like that. And mm-hmm. people hated it. People hated it because it was smashed, it was shattered, and everyone that we would see would have a beautiful case on it. Screen was intact, no scratches on it, but that back glass was always shattered. Right? The four and the four S was was my favorite. And Although I, I liked the phones uh, when they went to the aluminum back of the, uh, what was it, the 6, 6 Plus, 7, um, I, I, I liked the aluminum style of it because it kind of reminded me of the original iPhone, but um, they kind of went away from that, from that style and it was my favorite. So we fast forward to the uh, iPhone 14 and they went, you know, with the, uh, uh, the glass back and, and things like that. And, and man, I just fell in love all over again. I'm like, they, you know, it wasn't the same as that old phone, but uh, it was similar, you know, to, you know, the, the design scheme and things like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was glad to see that glass back come back stronger this time, <laughs> you know, yeah. a little tougher um, and, and uh, just the overall design of it. And, and I just love it. So, yeah. And that's, but yeah, that's the reason I, why I go I think case I, free. I agree with you. Right. I mean, I love the look of these. Um mm-hmm. You remember that green, was it the 11 Pro Max that I had? The green one that I sent your way at one point? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, I just did not want to put a case of any sort on that phone because the green was a color of the shirt I'm wearing, right? I mean, it was like the perfect, yes. perfect green. And so didn't want to put that on there. So, but do you use a screen protector? I do use a screen protector, yeah. yes. Okay. So, and a camera protector since it, protrudes so much out of the back of the phone i do use a protector for that yeah and that was the nice thing about those bumpers right is the bumpers were just thick enough that when you set the phone down the screen nor the back was going to touch whatever you were setting them on right and it protect those edges like my phone would have been fine if it had been in a bumper 
right? I would yeah. not have those gouges on the side. So, yeah, I, we'll talk about this when we plan what we do. But if you're going to buy Apple Care and you're going to, and you can afford the, it's like you get like two a year, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like 69 bucks or whatever it is to, for accidental damage replacement. So if you're yeah. going to buy Apple Care, definitely put a screen protector on because you're always setting your phone down face first. Right, you don't yeah. want to set the camera bump down. So, but if you do that, then I think you could potentially go caseless. So, um, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I do like skins though. I do like yeah. the clear skins, and and I'll buy those cheap fourteen dollar ones on on Amazon, and they usually last about two or three months before they start peeling or getting too much pocket lint around them, and and they'll come off. But yeah, I do use screen protectors. Uh, now they have camera protectors, and I'll use a skin uh, around the edge to prevent those little minor scratches from keys and stuff in my pocket. But yeah, other than have, that, no. You'll have to send me a link to the camera protectors because I haven't seen those. So, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll send you one over. It came with, uh, it was like a like a package deal with the the back. It's like a black protector. Yeah. Yep, and it had the screen protectors. But yeah, I'll send some over. Cool. All right, so. I'm going to go on a little bit of a tech rant here. So remember, everybody, this is not our standard show. We just got a lot of discussion that we're going to have today, and it might run two hours. So just buckle in. (laughs) But uh, so I had to buy a printer this week. So Mm -hmm. which is this insane in today's world. And remember, I used to work for a tech company whose goal was to eliminate paper. Right. So. I had to buy a printer because something's going on with mine and I took it apart and I couldn't figure it out. I think there's something wrong with the engine that moves the ink cartridges back and forth. And so, but I was thinking, you know what I really want? I just want one of those stupid old printers where you put the paper in the top. You know, they're about six inches tall and about Mm -hmm. six inches deep and about 10 inches wide. And I just want one that I put a single piece of paper in the back. And it prints out and comes out the front, right? Because I don't need a copier. I don't need a scanner because if I ever need to do any of those things, I can take a picture and use the scan features on my phone phone. and just print it, right? I can't find them. Now, somebody might tell me that I just missed finding them out there. But if you do, they're going to be these really big pieces of junk. And then it's one of those where you pay 20 bucks for the printer and then the ink's 80 bucks or something like that, right? That's how they get us, yep. I had to buy a new printer, so I ended up buying another Canon, and of course, it's not the same ink cartridge that I had a spare of here, so mm-hmm. why do we still have to do this? But here's the problem. So, like, my son bought a calculator for school and had it sent to the wrong address, so then he had to order another one and have it sent to the right one, so now I got to return the one. But in order to return the one, I got to print the label and stick it on the box, so I got to have a printer just to return the stupid thing. So anyway, there's my rant. I mean, with all this technology, can I just please have something that I can just print, right? I mean, it wasn't terribly expensive. I ended up buying one at Best Buy for like 70 bucks and, you know, it'll probably last three or four years. But it's just, I can't believe that in today's day and age, we're still dependent on having printers at home. And I've got kids in school, right? And I've got my business and then all this Amazon stuff. And so it's like, I just want something that prints. I don't need the scanner copier functionality. Just give me one of those old printers. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. And, you know, we, because of the business, we, we burn through printers a lot because it's, it's more cost effective for us to print our own labels 
for our retail labels for the bags, our health department labels and all of that. Instead of ordering all of that, it's it's actually just cheaper to buy a printer. So we burn through about two printers a year with the volume that we that we print. And uh, we found the best ones to go with is the Ecotake. Um, those printers. Heard. So, yeah, they're, they're really reasonable on ink. Now, it's still the same game that they play, right? They sell you a cheap printer and the ink is outrageously expensive. But even with this ink being more expensive, you get more prints out of it. Um, you know, based on a standard, you know, uh, printer, one of those Black Friday printers or, or something like that, that that people get. Those are, trust me, those are always the bad idea. You know, yes, you can get a printer for 25 bucks and they say it's a really good printer. That ink is going to be their most expensive ink. Um, but so, yeah, so we went with the Incotake uh, a printer. So now we have a, a different Canon that uh, uses uh, those cartridges, you know. Um, so we went with a more uh, commercial type printer because those those home printers, like I say, we were going through them twice a year. This one is a new one. Uh, we started buying cartridges for them, and now it's already having problems with the feeder. So, <laughs> so it's uh, it's just a uh, you know uh, one of those things we say it's a good problem to have. That means we're printing way more labels than uh than we're used to printing. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I wish there was a a more cost effective solution to 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 handle printing and stuff. So. And still with that same old game, that same old here, buy this cheap printer and buy this expensive ink for it, you know? Yeah. We just had to buy toner for a copier in the library at church and for one printer. So it was a total of five toner cartridges and it was mm-hmm. $600. Yep. Yep. It's wow. just, <laughs> just crazy. So, well, let's jump into some current stuff. Do you want to start us off? Cause Jason's, Jason is currently on all of Apple's most recent stuff. His iPad, yeah. his phone, they're all up to date. They are the best you can get. And he tells me yesterday, I'm all in and I'll be upgrading. So yeah. do yeah. you want to talk us through why this iPad, which is your absolute favorite device, which you use the most, that you're already saying, yep, I'll be upgrading next year. I'll be upgrading. So I've had every... So maybe not every S model, but I've had every new form factor of, of the iPad, right? Uh, I just love it. I love when they put new hardware in it. Uh, it's, my, it's my daily driver. Uh, I do. With that being said, this current model, the, the M2, the battery life on it is not great, right? So I've, I've, the, the model I had was, uh, I want to say it was a 2019 Pro. Um, it started getting, you know, a little older. Uh, it still took care of everything I needed. It still was a great device. So I'm like, okay, let me switch to the new, the, M, the, the M2. They saying it's, it's going to be more efficient. It's going to, you know, have better battery life and all of that. Even with the battery life problems I had on my older model, when I switched to this one, brand new, it still was no big difference to me. So that tells me how bad the battery life is on this thing. And it's obvious obviously something that Apple's not going to fix with a software update, right? I do every single software update, hoping that the battery life will improve and it won't. And that's with me toggling my Bluetooth radio on and off when I don't need it. Um, I took your advice. I went with the magic keyboard just to get the trackpad on it. It, it. it does. It works great even on the iPad, but 
you know, it, it has a smart connector in the back, so it's not using Bluetooth. So I get to turn the Bluetooth radio off um, even when I'm, you know, I'm not going to use my AirPods and stuff on it. And it's still, it's not great, you know, even managing the, the screen brightness and things like that. So for one, if anything, I want better battery life, right? And then I'll get the, the more efficiency with the M3 processor, if they're going to call it the M3. Um, the new form factor, you know, that it'll probably have some, some, um, I don't know, you know, maybe some new buttons, or, you know, maybe an action button or something like that. I don't see why it would need it, but if they're talking about new hardware, I'm sure they're going to, they're going to, you know, they're going to go all out if they're saying this is going to be an actual laptop replacement. Now, that same rumor has been around since the iPad 2, right? <laughs> it's going to be a laptop replacement. It's going to be a laptop replacement. And finally, this model. Is, is what I feel is finally, out of all of these uh, years, this is a true laptop replacement. So a newer version of this model that I have would definitely probably be an, an actual laptop replacement. So yeah, I'm, I'm all in on it. I'm upgrading. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I'll put a link from Bloomberg, Mark Gurman's report on this, that it looks like it's going to be just a little bit bigger, the larger one. Yes, so 12.9 inches yep. now versus 13, and it's probably a bezel shrink, and I'm OLED. guessing. And the yes. OLED display, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, the new Magic Keyboard is supposed to um, have a bigger trackpad. Because mm -hmm. so, this one you know, is tiny. Yeah. So pretty decent revamp. And, you know, your complaint. So, you know, I was searching for an on-sale current iPad Pro because I really want to get back into the iPad. Mm -hmm. and yeah, I was thinking we're thinking about taking the um, trailer up the canyon this weekend and I won't have internet and I could charge. Um, I could mm -hmm. take my generator, which I probably would anyway, and charge the laptop. But if I had my Mac, if I had an iPad Pro, it's just so much easier to plug that thing into a USB outlet that runs off my trailer batteries versus having yes. to, you know, turn on the generator just to charge my laptop. But your comment about battery, that's one of the reasons why I would want that device is so that I get yes. that 10, 12, 14 hours or whatever it is of battery life because I'm still on an Intel MacBook Pro. So my battery life is not great. I mean, I can drain that thing crazy fast. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, this all sounds like uh, an amazing update. And so I know we talked about buying the Vision Pro and we're going to have to get back to this, but yeah. I'm probably going to have to do a bunch of other updates first because this MacBook is starting to have a few issues. I mean, it's three years old. And mm -hmm. considering that we're on Apple Silicon now, so I'm probably going to have to upgrade my main computer. I might just go clear straight to iPad, but um, mm -hmm. the Vision Pro might have to wait. And odds are we're not going to be able to get one on day one anyway, if they're talking about how constrained they're going to be. So, yeah, you know, yeah. And I'm sure it's going to be limited. And, I'm, and, and the people who need to get it right, the developers, the, the, the people who absolutely have to get their hands on it for, for their businesses. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure the the supply is going to be pretty limited. So, but you so, know, like I said, as far as at this point, it was still a go. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, if we'll, changes. we'll we'll see how that goes. But I will tell you. So I'm odds are I'm purchasing an iPad Pro next year too. Yes. So Jason and I'll probably both be getting up at whatever time we have to get up to do. Although with the iPads, they don't really do that pre-order anymore. They just basically they do the announcement and they're available on the site and you go order them because yeah. they're not quite the volume constraint as the you know as the phones so. yeah 
like the Retina iPad when we had to go and stand in line in front of the Apple store. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, though, if we needed, if they told us we could get a Vision, each of us could get a Vision Pro if we went and stood in line down at one of the big Apple stores in Houston, mm-hmm. I would yeah. do it. You and I could go hang out overnight <laughs> at an Apple store, right? And just yeah, have a yeah. blast doing it. So. Hey, Jason, breaking news. The uh, iMore on my Twitter feed a couple of minutes ago, uh, the Apple event has been announced. They, okay. The, the logo thing looks pretty cool, but it's, their title is Wonderlust. Wonderlust. W-O-N-D-E-R-L-U-S-T. So pretty cool. Uh, September 12th, 10 a.m. Pacific time, which is perfect for us, Jason. So let's talk about programming a little bit here. So we have this episode, then next mm-hmm. week, I think we're going to talk about our experience with the betas. Don't want to spoil too much of that, but if we decide yeah. to install the betas, then next week might be a little bit of that. So we'll record, so they'll run that event at 10 a.m. Pacific. We'll record as soon as the event's done and do our hot takes, like we did on the WWDC yeah, event. Mm-hmm. So we will record and probably drop that episode that same day. So normally we drop on Wednesday, but if we record Tuesday afternoon or hot takes, we'll just go ahead and drop it as soon as we get it edited and put together. So that works out perfect for us. Thank you, Apple. Thanks for accommodating yeah. our schedule. <laughs> I think they're listening to the show and they say, hey, let's, let's work around gadgets for families this time. Yeah, let's exactly. Leave the big guys, the Colt Max and the Mac rumors. and. <laughs> Yeah, we always take care of them. Let's go with the little guy this time. So yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's out. German's reporting it. So super excited to uh do that. Now what would have been really cool is if I had gotten this invite in my email box. Didn't have to see it on Twitter, right? That would have been better. But you know. Yeah. Apple, if you're listening, either of us. We're good. So Yeah. So uh, taking a look at the at the little logo on the uh the uh, announcement that is pretty cool it's, it seems like it's like dust blowing it away you know what yeah. i mean that kind of art style like what they they put the sand down or or uh, i don't know what it's called but what they I, do I, like the i do think that probably confirms one of the rumors that we'll talk about later that doesn't make me terribly happy so cuz you can see the color tint is blue so okay we'll have yeah. to yeah we'll have a chat about that so <laughs> but on the other side of the rumor mill, so a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how the iPhone 15 Pro Max was going to be delayed. Um, mm-hmm. There have been a couple of articles that went out yesterday and today, and one of them talked about how the 14 Pro Max was the number one seller of all the 14s, including the iPhone 14. And okay. another rumor said that they're anticipating like 35 or 45% of the sales of the 15 to be the Pro Max as well, especially when you consider some of the hardware features that we'll talk about. But the best headline, in my opinion, was the one that said, rumors of the 15 Pro Max being delayed were greatly exaggerated. So they're yeah. saying that uh, <laughs> the suppliers have started the mass shipments of the devices to Apple, and they're expecting all of the iPhones to be available later in September. On, on launch day. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, okay. Uh, hopefully we'll get some information. I'll look at German's newsletter this coming Sunday and hopefully he'll confirm that because I kind of trust him. I mean, of all the rumors yeah. folks out there, he's pretty good. So so that makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. And and this has always been, always, every year, it's always, and here we got breaking news right now on Gadgets for Families. 
the iPhone 16 Pro Max is going to be delayed. I don't have to check with any sources. I don't have to check with any insiders. I know this is going to be the rumor. So, yeah, this is every year. There are always it's going to be delays. It's going to be delays. And we know part of that is true. Um, They're always a little behind schedule, but they always seem to catch up uh, around lunchtime. So, yeah, yeah, uh, this is good news, though. I'm 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 glad to hear it, but yeah, every year with the scare tactics about delays and delays and delays, it they're always kind of they they usually overdo it. So yeah, I, I we'll have to talk about this in the beta section. Now I have to decide yeah. if I'm going to stick with my original plan or not. So yeah, just to just to create <laughs> some uh, uh, anticipation for the post show, right? But. All of this cool stuff that's going to come out. Now, most everything except for the iPhone is not a problem, right? Like Jason and I were saying, if we wanted to buy the iPad Pro on launch day, it's probably not going to be an issue. But if you are in the market for a new iPhone come September and you Mm -hmm. want any of the models, I really don't care which one you want, right? Uh, Unless they do the 14 or the 15 plus. If they do the 15 plus, that might be the exception to the three. But the regular 15, the 15 Pro, and the 15 Pro Max, if you want any of those three and you want them on launch day, Jason's going to talk to us about what to do here. Because if you want it on launch day, there's a sequence of events that you kind of got to follow in order to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. So our tiny tech tip of the week is going to be about securing that device that you want, right? And, and you and I know from experience, right, we, we spend time, you know, professionally and in our personal lives being up at all hours of the morning to make sure that we can get these devices, right? So, Jason, how many devices did you have to order for executives at like 2 a.m. back in the day? It was a lot. It was a lot. I usually remember probably about, well, I say a lot, maybe about five. And then a year after those were secured. Five a year. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then after those were secured, usually trying to get you and I a, a device because we were always, you know, pretty low on that list. But as long as we had the approval to go ahead and upgrade, I would try to get our devices, too. And it wasn't a big deal. I'm a night person anyway. I think I spent most of the time writing for this episode at like one in the morning last night, you know, central time anyway. So I'm, I'm always up pretty late anyway. So um, so I'm going to give you three tips to 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 try to help you secure that device you want. Now, this can be applied to anything, not just iPhones, right? Now we have launches of of game systems and special edition toys and uh just special edition limited edition gadgets and things like that. So, um not all of the websites work the same, but you know, you can still take some of these same tips and apply this to any bit of tech yeah. that you want to get. I will say though, all of these other Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, when they do big launches like this, they need to learn from Apple because yes. they can't yep. handle the kind of volume that Apple handles. And they can't even handle 10% of the volume Apple gets, even close to as well as Apple does it because Apple does a good job of things like if they tell you you're going to get a phone. In this time frame, you are gonna get a phone in that time frame or sooner, right? If Nintendo tells you that, well, we think we'll have the Switch in place, you know, during this time frame, 
I don't trust it. And most of the companies won't even give you that information, right? You're on the list. Nope. We'll let you yep. know when it's available. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yep. They'll give you three to five days after launch day or something like that will be your shipping time. So you don't have a clue actually when it's coming. So yeah, yeah, you're, you're right about that. So but the first tip I have here, number one, is going to be to be prepared, right? Know exactly when the product is going to launch or pre-orders are going to start, right? For Apple, it's, it's uh, Pacific time, right? Some other companies I noticed like um, uh, Sony, uh, Nintendo, a few of the other ones, they'll, they'll use New York time. So knowing when the, uh, the exact launch time or pre-order time is, is going to help you to be able to set an alarm or, to, or a reminder for your time zone to make sure that you're online, right? Um, another tip too, I just, I just remembered, uh, even though they say it'll be, you know, let's say you set your clock, it's 2 a.m., the store doesn't come up right at 2 a.m., right? Sometimes it's usually a minute or so after. So give yourself some time, be prepared, and, refresh, and uh, set that refresh, alarm. Refresh, yep. refresh. Refresh, refresh. Because it's by the never way, right on time. Yeah, and by the way, Jason, I just added this one in there before you get in to have your payment method and stuff, all that stuff, mm -hmm. other stuff you're going to talk about. I recommend using the mobile app. Yes. Because yep. it seems to get everything faster, right? I mean, I know people that are on, they got one order going on the website, they got one order going on their iPhone and another order going on their iPad. Luckily, we don't have to do that. You would have loved to be, have that option back in the day because yep. you could have just had them all going and got them all ordered. But I'd recommend using the mobile, uh, the mobile app. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yes. It, it, it does work the best. Then, um, <clears throat> then just using Safari on your, on your, uh, you know, using a browser or even on your, you know, your, your windows PC or something like that. Yeah. Using the mobile app will get you to where you need to be faster. It, it loads faster. It, it's designed to be more efficient anyway. So yeah, I agree with that. So, uh, so setting a reminder is, it's one thing. The next one is have your payment method ready, have it saved. Um, and I noticed from experience because ordering my wife's, uh, ordering her 13, uh, and it's just a regular one, but, uh, it was the certain color that she wanted. I, um, made the mistake of not having the, uh, the payment method that I was using at the time saved, right? I have my regular card, the one that, that bills all of our subscriptions to or when we make simple purchases, app store purchases. I had that, but that's not the one that I was buying her phone with and uh, got to check out and got there and realized that, oh, I needed to update all of that. And that delayed it even more. Right. The, the trick to getting this is to minimize that time between, you know, selecting the device and the checkout. Right. Once you hit checkout, you know, any delay in that time, you'll see those start to slip from you know, release day to one to two weeks later, yep. to two to three weeks later, to three to five weeks later. And then the longer you wait, you'll see that time go up and up and up. It'll go longer and longer and longer. So you want to you want to minimize that time between uh, selecting the device and hit and check out or hit and pay. And having to add card information, having to uh, change update card information and things like that, uh, your payment information, uh, it's only going to delay that time. So it'll cost you at um, least a week. It At will. least a week. <laughs> now, if you don't yep. care, if you just want the phone to show up in a reasonable amount of time, you can ignore this. Just get up, go through, select your thing, and 
go through the process. But if you want it first day, first week, yeah, don't, yeah, don't this, ignore you have this. to minimize that time. So, and the next one, which is a big one, is pre saving that phone that you want, right? And I did this with my watch. I believe you did this with your Ultra. Um, I did it with my, with my wife's phone. And at the time, I was buying my sister in law's phone too. But uh, remember, I ran into the issue with my, with my uh, payment information. Now, all of that worked out. We, we, she still got it on release day, both of them. <clears throat> but um, pre saving it. It's something you need to do. So there's this period after Apple makes the announcement. So, um, so September 12th, they're going to have the announcement. The store will go down. After the announcement, immediately after, I say immediately, a few minutes after the announcement is done, the store comes back online, right? And when I say the store goes down, you can't go on. If, even if you're not interested in nothing new, you can't go on and buy a pair of old AirPods because the entire store goes down. Now, when the store comes back up, all of the new devices will be there. You can go through, look at all of the specs, look at all of the colors, look at all of the ones you want. And you can do this all the way up until the night before launch, right? Or a few hours before launch because the store goes down again. So during that period, and this is why we suggest using a mobile app, you can go and actually save that device that you want, right? That way, when, when you're ready that night, you can already be on that page. Now, there was a few times where you couldn't add it to your cart, right? I remember being able to add the watch to my cart for whatever reason, the, the, the model and everything that I wanted, but I don't remember being able to do that with the phone. So, um, yeah, I think you're just favoriting it. Basically you're hitting the heart and then you've got it in yeah. your favorites. And then on launch day, you just go in and go to your favorites and tap on it. No selecting anything. It's all already there. Yeah. And they've got it down to where you're going to choose everything, right? The storage mm -hmm. capacity, the size, the color, what carrier, if any, and how you want to pay for it, right? Including all of their special programs that we've talked about in the past. So all yeah. of that stuff, you're going to select and hit save on that, and it's going to hard mm -hmm. it, and then you can go in, and you don't have to choose basically any of that stuff. You're just confirming it and, and going. So, I yeah. mean, in yeah, theory, hit and check out. in theory, you could be done if it's, you know, 2 a.m. your time, whatever it is, right? You could, in theory, be done by 2.05 a.m. Yes. Go back to sleep. Yep. So, and that brings us to, to step number two. Wait, well, tip number two, and that's knowing exactly what you want, right? So we talked about pre-saving the device and having it in your, in your, um, you know, in your favorites. That way you can just basically add it to cart, hit checkout, and boom, you have your, you have your device pre-ordered. So, Knowing exactly what you want, that, that's good. If that's the color you want, the model you want, uh, and, and everything. But also, it, it may not be a bad idea to have a backup, right? If you see the device you want, the, the model you want, if you see those numbers start to slip up to three to five weeks or six to eight weeks, then if you're okay with it, then go with an alternative, you know, having that, that backup model. If there was a second color that you wanted, right? You wanted it in blue, but you see that one sells out really quick. So. Um, if you want to go with the black model, then, you know, if, and you'll be happy with that, then yeah. So, you know, having a backup model and knowing exactly what you want to help you uh, go a long way. So it's a trade off, uh, you know, right? It, do I want yeah, yeah, it's the a phone that I want or do I want it now? 
right? Yeah. And then in our, you know, American style, we want everything we want right now, right? And so, you know, if you're just going to throw a case on it, how important yeah, it won't matter. is the color, right? Yeah. Now, storage size, you definitely don't want to go down in storage size, but that's the good thing, right? Your next tip in here talks about storage. Yes. Right? So, and, and that's the thing, too. The base level of the storage and also the colors shown on all of the promotional work, right? Uh, you know, uh, on AT&T and Verizon's, if they have that, that red iPhone on all of the promotional uh, uh, material, that's the one that's going to go, right? In the base the model. In that. Right, any new yeah, color. The new that colors, shows yeah. Up. Yeah, those always go, go first. So, you know, if you can go up a level, if you can afford to, you know, don't do it just because, you know, you, you want to have it. If you can afford to, um, and you can afford to get the 128 or 256 gigabyte, you know, not everyone wants the one TB, the one terabyte like Greg, but, you know, if you can go up to, to the next size, then um, those are usually in stock longer. Right, because everyone wants to get that base model, that 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 entry level capacity, and also too the uh, uglier colors. And I'll say in quotations, uglier colors, right? Because these colors are beautiful to someone, right? Yeah. They 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 they're all nice in their own way. Like some people probably couldn't stand a gold model that I have, you know, it'll be too flashy or whatever. But to me, it was subtle enough to to look just right, right? I talked about the purple model, which was my number one choice. I wanted the purple one which look really good, but, um, yeah. And seeing them in person too, kind of changes your, your view. They take the, uh, all the promotional pictures and stuff with the perfect lighting and things like that, but seeing them in person in regular lighting too may, uh, so yeah, let me add that as a tip too. You know, if you can go in and take a look at some of these things before, and I know Apple store don't, they don't usually put out the, the new models until after lunch, but lunch, but, um, you know, if, if you can, somehow see those devices look at some of those um you know when the guys go to the to the uh to those uh those keynotes and they have that that time after the uh after the show where they can go in and do those hands-on videos and stuff check out some of those videos and take a look at devices how they look in in natural lighting and stuff yeah and know exactly someone, what you want do someone like marquez brownlee that records mm -hmm. and publishes everything on youtube in 4k and then yes. look at it on your iphone or your high-end iPad screen. That's the best screen to check that stuff out on. That'll give you a better idea on those colors. Yeah, yeah. So and my last tip is going to be to be patient, right? Like, like Greg just mentioned, you know, unlike the, the PS5, which was almost two years before the supply kind of met demand, right? Um, and the Series X, which was another hard one to, to, to really get your hands on, you know, Apple, they do an outstanding job and, and making sure that those those supply levels meet the the, the demand of, of these phones, even if it takes a couple of weeks, you know, a few weeks, sometimes a month or so, but they're usually pretty good about getting it. So if you don't get the model, the exact one that you want on launch day, then, um, you know, definitely don't pay a scalper, you know, 25, 50% over retail value just because you want it, right? Uh, Definitely don't fall for one of these, you know, too good to be true scams that you see. Um, oh, you know, get the latest iPhone for a dollar or something like that. And unless it's from a reputable carrier, but if you see contests and things like that, don't get so desperate for the phone that you 
that you make one of these mistakes and and end up giving some scammer your, your money or something. Just give it a few weeks and that exact model that you want will become available. Now, the other thing I would recommend is place your order, even if it's going to be six to eight weeks out. If you're willing to wait, yep. right, and get the phone that you want, place your order. But then pay attention to your carriers because sometimes carriers won't sell out where Apple will, right? And now you're going to mm -hmm. have to navigate some of the craziness that is a carrier. But even better than that, if you live close to an Apple store or you can get to an Apple store pretty quickly, check that store's inventory. So if you go in after you've placed your order, you can go in. They won't do it on launch day, but about the week after, you can start going in in the evening or first thing in the morning. I can't remember what the time is when they update their inventory. Mm -hmm. But if you go in and choose that phone that you want to order, even though you've got your other one placed, you can go in and say, is this one available in a store near me? And if the answer is yes, you can go ahead and buy it right then, reserve mm -hmm. a pickup time, and then go back and cancel your other order. I, yep. I mean, they're going to give you plenty of notice that your other order is about to ship, and that's when they're going to charge your credit card. So you're going to know, and you're going to have plenty of time to cancel it. And if not, it's super easy to return them. So yeah, I mean, check Apple Store inventory. Use the app again, and just do in-store pickup, and it'll tell you. The cool thing that that does is it tells you hey, it's not available in any store near you, but this version is available close to you. Mm -hmm. So if you, had, if you were debating between the blue and the new gray, right, and you didn't really care which of those two you got, you may say, I want the blue one, and it says, no, but the gray one's available at this store near you. And then you can decide if you want to grab it or not, too. So, so yeah, so right. those, are, those are our tips for, uh, for securing a device. So... And again, this can be used with, with any tech that you're trying to get, not just, not just the latest iPhone or iPad or, or whatever. This can be used for, you know, anything, as long as the, the website functions similarly. But yeah, some of the basics are the same. So. Just don't expect the experience to be as nice as it is with Apple, no matter what else no. you're trying to purchase. So. <laughs> Nowhere near. All right, well, let's take a quick break. I know we're almost an hour in here, but, and we still got a lot more to cover. But... Uh, just don't forget to do all the things we talked about, right? Like, share, favorite, follow, do all of those things. Follow us on Instagram, Gadgets for Families, No Vows. Um, you can follow us on our YouTube channel where we're still trying to get the shorts going. It's just it's a challenge to get all of that put together. Yeah. But we're definitely on Instagram and on Twitter. And check out the show notes. Okay. so. I think we'll probably talk a lot more about this first part of our main topic for today next week, but iOS 17. So if they're doing the event mm -hmm. on the 12th, my guess is we're going to see, they have in the past released the new version of the iOS the same week as the event, but I'm guessing we'll see it the week of the um, 18th. So that would yes. be the next week. Um, early that week is probably when we will see it. So um, I know we've been talking a little bit about iOS 17. I think we'll talk about it a bit more. Um, so I would assume it's probably going to hit like right on the 11th because most likely, the or not on the 11th, the 18th, most likely the phones are going to be available for pre-order either the Friday after the event or the next one, mm -hmm. right? And so they mm -hmm. want to get that out there. And definitely before the phones show up, before release day, they want everybody updating their new or their old phones to the operating system 
because when everybody's activating their new phones on release day, that's the last thing they want is the network congestion and for things to not go well. So it'll be about a mm-hmm. week after the event, which usually is about five days or so before the actual day that phones start arriving at people's homes. So we can talk more about that and the features and stuff of 17 next week. So, But one question, Jason, do you think we'll get a feature we haven't heard about yet for iOS 17? And if yes, is it going to be only for the new phones? It will. And usually they hold something back, right, for the, for the new phones. Now, what concerns me is that usually these guys that are good with code and stuff, they usually dig through the code of iOS, uh, the new version of iOS, and they usually find these little nuggets, so these little hints that something big is coming that hadn't been announced. I hadn't seen anything like that, but with the new hardware that's rumored on the phone, I think we will see some new features that are going to be 15 only. Um, and, you know, I know this is later in the episode, but we talked to uh, you. You asked what was uh, one of the things I'm looking most forward to. And uh, I think we're going to see a lot of new camera features, you know, that that uh, we hadn't announced. And and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more later when it comes up. But I'm thinking around the camera and I'm thinking with the USB-C support um, that's rumoring, I think we're going to see some external devices that we hadn't heard about, you know, it's just things, you know, more in line with how the iPad works, but we'll, 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 we'll get into all of that. But what about you? You think there's going to be some things that we, yeah, we hadn't heard yet. At least functionality around the action button, which they have seen some of the hidden code for that. Right. So, and I think that button likely is to be 15 pro and pro max only. Yeah. So yeah, but we'll see. So, well, all right. So let's talk about what we think is coming. So I just, I got uh, pulled up another article. And again, we'll have this one in the uh, show notes as well. Um, but uh, 9 to 5 Mac just dropped another, uh, an article. This is tied to, you know, announcing the event and what they think will be in there. But um, I'll put that in the, the show notes too. But um Here's the thing. This is what I think we're going to get. And Jason, you just let me know if I'm, I'm missing anything here. Mm-hmm. But new processor, yeah, pretty straightforward, right? That's going to happen. Now, here's where I'm going to get into a little bit of a downer on for me because and I, if I want to go caseless or if I just want to put a clear screen protector on the back, right, so it doesn't get all scratched up and stuff like that, I want it to look phenomenal. Okay, yes. so here's the rumor about the colors for the Pro Phone. Rumors for the Pro Phone are that they're getting rid of gold, which you have, mm-hmm. and the um, purple. No, and you didn't get the purple, but you thought about the purple, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. It yeah, looks yeah. really nice. So yeah. they're getting rid of those two colors, and there's a dark blue, and then there's a new one. They're calling it Titan Gray, which kind of the assumption is, is that it's titanium. Now, if it matches the titanium on our ultras, on our ultra Apple watch, okay, but it's not a red. It's not a green, <laughs> right? It's, yeah. it's not any of this other stuff. And then they'll also have silver, which they always have. And then whatever this year's version of space gray is, like, I don't think they know what the definition of space gray is because every year they have a space gray phone and it does not look like the it last is different. One. 
Like my yeah. current one is is <laughs> the same with the watch, right? Yeah, <laughs> my current one is space gray. But if you put it in the right light, it looks black. But if you put it in the wrong mm-hmm. light, it looks like some horrible, awful green color, not a good green. So, yeah. and then for the regular phones, there is they're more pastel, right? There's mm-hmm. a yellow, kind of a teal, a pink, a light blue, and a black. Mm-hmm. So those are the rumors for the colors, and I think you said that uh, if they really do launch that pink one, that you might be buying a phone on launch day, but not for yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, she she actually found this rumor a couple of months ago, and and it was a pink version of the phone, and I'm like, you know, I just hadn't seen anything about that. I hadn't seen so this is maybe somebody's concept. It wasn't from one of our sites that we go to, you know, it was just, um, one of the, something that showed up in one of her feeds and, and she clicked on it and it just wasn't a reputable site. So I just wrote it off and just said, Hey, no, I think this is a concept. It looks really nice though. And yeah. we just left it at that. But now it seems like that rumor is true. So yeah, yeah. She may be going with that. Yep. Now there's also a rumor about the ultra branding. And we mentioned this briefly last episode, but that the pro max could get the ultra branding now so these are the things that i think would make it be ultra but i think the Mm -hmm. pro regular pro phone is going to get all of these but one as well so ultra branding USB-C connector i think that's actually going to hit all four phone models i think it'll be all of them right i think they're done with lightning on all of the the phones but um the titanium frame so instead of the stainless steel that i scratched up would be titanium I don't mm-hmm. know if it'll be more durable, but I will tell you that I have scraped my Apple Watch on concrete and not had it scratch. So, you know, titanium uh, lighter too, which I would love. And, you know, honestly, so this is a debate I had with a, a friend of mine when I was working at a call center in Texas, but this whole lighter, thinner, smaller thing, I would trade. I wouldn't mind them trading the weight that they're going to save with going from stainless to titanium. Mm-hmm. for a thicker battery and leave the weight alone right and yeah. i would even take yeah. a little fatter phone if i could get double the battery life Longer or something battery. like that right yeah yeah i i think i'm, I'm i agree with you on that I, I can deal with a heavier phone as long as the tech inside justified that that weight and yeah an extra a heavier battery would would do and there are going to be some battery enhancements but mostly that's i think there's a little bit bigger battery in these but we'll see but and then the action button, which we just talked about. So this is going to replace the mute switch that's on the side, right? That's a physical switch. Mm-hmm. So this will be a non-physical switch. It'll be haptic-driven. And apparently it's going to be programmable. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that, I think, partially justifies the ultra branding, but also would stay on the pro, regular Pro Phone. But then the Periscope camera, right, that we've talked about, where it's bending the light yeah. down the length of the phone, but that gives us bigger zoom. So. Honestly, I think if they put all of that stuff into the Pro Max, I'm okay with the Ultra branding. And not so okay that it's going to be more expensive, but I, I think that justifies the price increase. And we talked about that last time, mm-hmm. too. So, so we also we, we talked about, and, and, you know, this is, I don't want to go into too much of a rant about this Ultra branding, but, you know, we talked about, uh, there's been sections of, Apple's uh, products releases where it just seems like they were confused, 
right? They did it with the iPads at one point where they had a mini, a regular, a pro, and then they had that odd, you know what I mean, square-shaped uh, uh, iPad. I forget what, it was, what, what model it was, but um, we talked about it with the MacBook where they had an Air. They had a regular MacBook, and then they had, you know, a pro, and then they had some kind of weird, you know, retina version in, the, in between all of that. So I just, you know, they brought back the Plus, right, which be, would be their regular bigger one, and then they have the Pro. Do we need an Ultra, or is the Pro going away, or you know what I mean? It just seems like it's it, it's confusing because you can jam pack everything you want in a Pro model to differentiate that from the regular, and then the Plus would be a bigger regular iPhone. So is this going to be a more Pro, an Ultra Pro, or I you know what so. I mean? I, I don't like the confusion. I think the Periscope camera will be the difference because they're not planning on putting that in the Pro phone, right? It's only going to be in yeah. the Pro Max. And so you end up with the 14, the 14 Plus, mm -hmm. which are the same yeah. phone, just bigger, right? Yeah. And then you end up with the Pro, the 14 Pro, and then you end up with, or the 15, the sorry, 15. And then you end up with the 15, the 15 Pro, yes. Ultra. So no Pro Max, right? It's just now the 15. Just the Ultra. Ultra, and so you actually yeah. have four distinct names now, right? And yeah. for a while, there wasn't a whole lot of difference between the Pro and the Pro Max. There weren't any feature functionality difference. Yeah. It literally was just a size, screen size. But this Periscope camera, which would make sense that they only want to put it in the bigger phone because it's got to take up some space, right? So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the Ultra watch is the biggest of all of the watches. Right, and also yep. has the most feature functionality. And so if they do that with the iPhone, maybe that justifies it and maybe that aligns it up a little bit better. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. And, and, you know, the naming conventions, to me, it seems like Apple's not really sure until, <laughs> until the keynote, you know? Yeah. That's one thing that people can't guess. They always try to guess the names like, oh, this looks like it's going to be this. It looks like an Envision Pro catches us all off yep. guard. So, you know, the naming conventions is, is, yeah, Apple keeps that pretty close to the vest until they actually say the name on the stage. So, Some developers sitting at a keyboard waiting to hit enter on which version of the name that then populates, <laughs> runs a script, right, <laughs> populates it everywhere that it needs to go. So, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. see. Now, I'm excited about this next rumor one that the edges are going to be slightly curved. Um, I don't like um, feeling the edge, right? And I know it's still pretty smooth, yeah. but I, that's one of the reasons I like like the 6 and the 7, right? Because the, the aluminum wrapped clear around to the screen, and so it felt smooth yes. it on the edges. Rounder, so, yeah. uh, slightly larger screens due to decreased bezels. So keep the device the same size, but mm -hmm. give me more screen real estate, which I think makes sense. Now, Jason, you make fun of me for my storage, but if we get higher storage tiers, which is possible here, I mean, mm -hmm. at some point they're going to make 256 the default because 128 just doesn't, doesn't yeah, cut it anymore. It. <laughs> and if they are raising the price on these Pro phones, then that's an, one other way that they could justify it is, look, we're giving you double the storage. So, yeah, we're raising it by 100 200 bucks because you're getting double the storage on the entry-level model. You're getting USB-C, which is better. You're getting titanium, yeah. you're getting the action button, you know, whatever else. Yeah, yeah. So raising that base level, <clears throat> that entry level um, of storage immediately justifies the couple of hundred bucks. For, yep. for me, in my eyes, I know yeah. some people feel differently about it, but 
doubling that storage on on the uh, the model that you would have, you know, originally get anyway. Yeah, that that automatically justifies that price difference, along with all of the extra technology and stuff they put. So, yeah, I like that. Now, this other one I think is kind of cool. If I was getting one of the regular phones, but I won't be, and that is color matching braided cables. Now, color matching sounds really really cool. Fine. Right, mm -hmm. but the biggest thing is the braided, and I have trained my family when Wyatt was headed off to college. He's like, "Which kind of braided cable should I buy?" He didn't even ask which kind of cable should I buy. He said, "Which yeah, kind of which braided cable should I order?" Because he wasn't going to order anything but braided. So the fact that they're putting in these braided cables, I don't buy anything but braided, and I wish actually those stupid Apple ones that come. I mean, they're horrible. Mm -hmm. They go yellow at the end. They fray up right before yeah. the end of the connector. And so, yeah, if they're going to do this, great. And that justifies another 5 or 10 bucks, right, on the purchase price because you're, yeah. these cables, they don't wear out unless you really abuse them. Yeah, yeah. And I think a color-coordinated, you know, a color-coded ones, um, they, um, you know, it's kind of gimmicky. It's not really a big deal, but some people will like it. Yep. Right. And I told you, my 12-year-old here, I think he's actually eaten the, the cables that... So if his mom has a pink cable, maybe that'll be her dedicated cable. Yeah. Because they all... They just come and grab mom's cable and... You get <laughs> and the white price. ones that aren't braided. You do not get anything that looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Let's uh, go on to iPad. Jason, what are your thoughts on the iPad for this event? So... I don't expect to hear anything. And remember, we just got a mini too. That that's the latest version of the mini. You know, maybe we'll get an updated uh, entry level iPad, the regular iPad. I, I, we shouldn't even call it. We should just call it iPad, right? Because it's right there. It's um, the uh, the best price for the best device. Um, we may see an updated version of that. Maybe a little spec bumps or, or anything like that. Nothing with the pros, right? Because the yeah. rumor is a big update next year. And uh, I don't expect anything with the mini. I don't expect a price decrease either, because usually there's a rumor too about it being fifty bucks cheaper or something like that. Now the current model will will probably be about fifty bucks cheaper because they won't, yeah, uh, you know, they won't do away with the current stock and things like that. But um, yeah, no big news on the iPad. I'll be I surprised love, if there is. I love my mini, but if they update it. It just makes my life complicated. Because I use it. Mini? Well, I use it so much, right? Yeah. And but my current plan is, if I don't upgrade the mini, I'm going to see how much of the mini functionality I can replace with the Pro Max, right? And then if I buy the iPad Pro in the spring, hopefully that's when they come out. Then I've I've got my latest and greatest that I can use the pencil on. I mean, that's the one thing mm -hmm. I really wish they'd do on the Pro Max is let me use the pencil on it. And then I think I really would end up replacing my Mini. But, but if they update the Mini and make it awesome, mm -hmm. it just complicates my brain. So, Because I really don't want to buy a Pro Max, a Mini, and a 12.9 in a six-month period. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so. that's what Apple does to us. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, not, nothing really big with the uh, with the iPad. Yeah, so. I don't anticipate anything earth shattering. This is going to be all about the iPhone, and you know, kind of the same yes. thing for the Apple Watch. We're gonna get the Series Nine. We'll probably get a minor update to the Ultra. At least I'm hoping it's minor. Please don't again. Mm-hmm. Don't complicate my life anymore than it already is. But I think even if the Ultra was a decent upgrade, um, that the rumors about the Series 10 or Series X, whatever, that's how Mark Gurman reported it, that's mm-hmm. coming next year, which are revamps to the case size, potential changes to how the watch bands connect, um, you know, mm-hmm. major, major update, similar to what they did with the iPhone 10, which was a complete redesign. And they did yes. that on the 10th anniversary of the iPhone. And so next year is the 10th anniversary of the Apple Watch. So I'm pretty sure I'm safe um, because those rumors and my watch is awesome. I mean, I love this thing, so yes. I don't have any problems. So, um, although I've had some connectivity issues between it and my phone lately, but I'm willing to attribute that more to my phone than I am okay. the, the watch. But so I don't expect to see anything earth shattering with the ultra. Now, if they throw SOS on the ultra or something like that, that might, mm-hmm. you know, put me in yeah. trouble just a little bit but i don't think they're going to i think next year is the year and next year is the year we could get blood pressure on the apple yeah. watch so yeah. you and, and i both right that's the, an instant buy right yep. instant buy if yeah. we can do that our blood pressure on the watch yeah yeah and if they're talking about things like new bands or new way you know connectors to the uh to the watch maybe that would give some kind of you know some 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 uh you know, maybe the rumors are are true. You know, around that. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that that would be an instant upgrade. Uh, what about the Mac, Jason? I'm giving you all the boring ones. Yeah. So I I gotta admit I I hadn't looked into any of the rumors for the Mac. Um, I don't think there's really any big um um you know form factor changes or anything like that. Right. We just got the new Airs. Uh, the 15 inch air, which is an awesome, awesome device. I don't think they're going to do anything with the pros to kind of ruin those sales or anything this year, even though Apple doesn't mind cannibalizing their, their own devices. But no, if we would have heard any, if there were some big changes coming to the pros or, or the, the regular MacBooks and, or the, uh, the, the Macs, um, we would see it. You know, yeah, we got I mean, the, the, uh, iMac with all of the colors and things like that. Maybe the yeah, M3 chip changes. Maybe the M3 chip yeah. gets. Something gets the M3 chip, but yeah, I'm with you. And then from an accessory standpoint, I think we're going to see at least AirPods Pro go with the Mm -hmm. USB-C case instead of the Lightning. I hope this isn't just wishful thinking on my part because um, this is on my list and I'll talk about that later. And then the other thing that's just popped up this week is that there aren't going to be any uh, real leather cases. From Apple, which is the first in a, a very, very long time that they're going to be huh. some sort of synthetic or imitation leather. Um, and they're, they, ha- they were joking that they were going to have some mag environment safe case is what they were going to call them, right? Because of the focus on the environment with the leather and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, so anyway, so yeah, from an I accessory standpoint. I didn't see that. Yeah. But, but I, I can see... I could see Apple going down that route, you know, going down that road. So, you know, no big deal. You used to buy leather accessories, though. I, I never bought any of Apple's leather 
No, I liked, so for my current phone, I had the leather case for two years and mm-hmm. it just wore out to the point where it, I mean, it was cracked <laughs> on the side, like literally the plastic on the inside. The leather covers oh, yeah. the plastic, right? The plastic was cracked right by the buttons and stuff like that. I mean, I loved it. And um, so I don't, I don't, we'll see what they have this year, but we'll see. So, all right. So here's the question. Well, I have two questions. First one, what is the one thing you're most excited about? So it's hard to pick just one, right? There's a few things, but. I think I keep mentioning it, this Periscope camera, you know, it's, it's, uh, man, I think it's really, and I'm not even a picture guy like that, right? I'm not a photographer, or, but I just like to take good pictures. And yeah, this, this Periscope camera really has me interested, you know? And again, I, I'm, I'm probably not going new hardware unless something really just knocks my socks off. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see this thing in action. So I'm going to go with the camera. And for me, the one thing, I mean, I'm on a three-year-old phone, which is unprecedented so for me. So everything on the, everything yeah. on the device. <laughs> I don't even, I mean, I'm anticipating turning this phone on and getting it set up and going, holy cow, like it's my first yeah. iPhone is kind of how I'm thinking yeah. this is going to be. So, um, so I'm excited about that. And uh Yeah. So just right. the phone in general, from the yep. buttons to the to the packaging to dynamic <laughs> island, right? I don't have the dynamic yeah. island, right? I'm three cameras. I don't have the uh, video stabiliz- stabilization features on my phone, right? Yeah. And so yeah. I just think my overall experience and all the things I use my phone for. Maybe my phone goes back to being the device. Maybe I don't just take my watch with me on runs and stuff and turn off the cellular. I don't know. Right. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that whole experience. So it should yeah. be pretty cool. It's going to be like Christmas yeah. and I'll just tell my family to ignore me for the whole weekend. <laughs> Let you spend some quality time with the phone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what are we planning on purchasing? Jason, I'll have you start. Let's talk about devices. So. So, and again, I have a little wiggle room, right? Because I can justify getting a new device and then bumping everyone's device down, right? And and even if I don't get a device, you know, I still uh, will get my wife the pink one and then, and then bump the rest of them down. So, even though, you know, I have this room, I, I can't purchase something, you know, unless it's something that just really knocks my socks off. Again, um, it, it will have to be something really awesome with the Ultra if they announce. You know, even if it's just battery life, if they double the battery life in this thing, you know, maybe I'll 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 consider going with that. But the way it's sounding, they're not going to do that. Right. So, um, you know. E- even if we're still a go for the for the Vision Pro and, and, and if we're not, um, I'm probably still just going to hold out for the new iPad, the new pro next year. Yeah, I mean, so, your phone's uh, not a full year old. Yes, the model is yeah. a full year old, but you didn't get that till earlier this year. Yeah, so yeah. it was, yeah, so it's less than a year old, and I'm still enjoying it. I still love it. You know, every time I pick it up, I'm still like, wow, you know, so, yeah. So no new hardware for me, What? but what about you? Because you're I mean, going, you're running the whole gambit, right? You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> you're going to upgrade everything. Yeah, I'm running into... uh 
into this. This is going to be a, a definitely purchase. So f- new iPhone. Yeah. Uh, there's a small chance I won't go with the bigger Pro phone and just go with the regular Pro, but I think that's a pretty small. Um, most likely I'll get that Titan Gray. Um, okay. We'll see. Um, and then. If they're gonna bump the storage sizes, I may go to five twelve. Um, okay. Especially if I start considering that this may be the replacement for my iPad Mini, right? Mm-hmm. Which is where I watch a lot of video. I keep a lot of videos stored on my phone or on my iPad Mini. Um, I should actually look and see what what I'm taking up from a, a storage standpoint, but. If this is really, if I really want it to replace my iPad mini, then I'll probably go with 512. Although right now I'm looking at my iPad mini and it's only got 106 gigs of 256 use. So maybe I don't, but we'll see where the pricing tiers come in. Um, But yeah, probably that Titan gray. It's that super, super. So it's kind of in between the space gray and the um, silver. So we'll see on that. All right, what about accessories? So, (laughs) and I know I say this every episode we talk about this, and I hate to say it because it sounds like I'm bragging, but my AirPods still work fine, both. (laughs) And my case, they still, I stick them in the case and they still charge. I don't know what you and Wendy are doing to to y'all AirPods. (laughs) You know, if you use them to listen to and not go through boxing matches or wrestling matches or whatever y'all are doing, but... So I'm going to stick until one of them goes out or the case stops charging or the the battery life could be better. Right. I noticed the other day I was using it. I was on a call for, you know, 45 minutes or so. And it started giving me the, you know, the battery running down a little tone or whatever. And I'm like, wow, that was that was pretty fast. But yeah, so I'm sticking with mine. So she's going to go with the Beats Pro. Um, I was just kind of holding out to see which Beats Pro. uh, we talked about the 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 clear one that uh they announced earlier this year around wwdc so those studio um, buds or whatever they're called right? yeah yeah so she's gonna go with those uh my son he's been hounding me for uh he actually he's using um her old airpods and um so we're gonna get him a uh the the pro twos or whatever um so she needs a wireless dock um I noticed she's going through the day, like midday, and her battery's running down. And I don't think it's the phone. Uh, the battery life percentage is still, still well above ninety. So, um, so probably a new dock. I doubt they announce any Apple chargers or, or anything like that. But you know, we'll we'll just I'll just hold out to after that just to make sure you know they don't sneak a, a new charger or something like that in a new MagSafe charger or anything like that. But yeah, yeah. So those accessories so just the uh just the um you know the the headphones for us no cases no no things like that well and i'll try and find this but i saw a new they said it's a a potential replacement for you know that 130 dollar tri magsafe charger that apple produces that folds up um Mm -hmm. saw on here somebody put one on here that seems to be a potentially a decent replacement. It was like sixty bucks or seventy dollars. Let me see if I can find it in my Twitter feed, and I'll uh, I'll send okay. it to you because I might consider it too. But um, from Apple or this is no. Belkin or or Anchor or 
can't remember who produced it, but it was one of the big okay. media outlets okay. that was saying they had just been using it on some trips and stuff. So I'll see if I can find it while I'm in here. But um, okay. so for me, my AirPods, I actually was surprised to realize that my AirPods are over two years old. So yes. I know, I think it doesn't seem like that because I've had to replace buds a couple of times. And, you know, Dustin's had problems with his. And so um, I've just been waiting for the USB-C case. I didn't want to buy one and have it be lightning. And then me, you know, be stuck with the lightning yes. when everything else now is finally USB-C. So that's what I've been waiting for. Um, it's just for it to turn USB-C. So, and the yeah. other day I did, I was listening to some music and then I did about a 45 minute Zoom call on my MacBook. And for the first time in, I don't know how long, cause I usually stick them in and charge them. I got the 20% battery yes. remaining and I ding. just went, mm -hmm. Ooh, yuck. So yeah, I, I'll be getting a new set of those if they come out with USB-C. If they don't come out with USB-C, then I got to decide if I can keep dealing with mine the, the way they are. So, um, well, and, and at some point though, you're going to switch to a MagSafe charger, right? And a lot of those have, like, I'm looking at mine. It's a Belkin charger. It's a MagSafe, you know, it's at where my phone is just like floating by my, by on my nightstand. And at the bottom of that, it has a, uh, AirPod charger, right? So eventually you're going to switch to wireless charging. For most things, so yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, even if you don't want to wait, as long as it has wireless charging, because you're not, even yeah. if you switch to USB C, you're not going to be using USB C to charge for for much long. And know, I've got much a, longer than I've got a wireless charger that's built into that dock. And by the way, I just sent you the yeah. link to that other one, but um, okay. I really want the adaptive audio, right? That because yes. with with the way I use my headphones, and this is probably going to mean I'm going to end up selling my Beats Fit Pro and just using the new AirPods Pro for everything. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if I'm out working in the yard and somebody walks up and starts talking to me, then I, yes. I have to pull an earbud out or something like that. and Or they don't realize that I can't hear them. And so they think I'm ignoring yes. them. And, you know, even though I turn on transparency mode when I'm riding my bike, if I get a truck come up behind me, if I get a massive truck diesel come up behind me, right? I can hear that. But you if can I hear that and feel I the rumbling, a, and yeah. if I've got a Tesla coming up behind me, you don't hear yeah. it, right? And yeah. so I'm yeah. hoping that they'll do that. So I really do want that. So yeah, I think you're probably right. Even if they don't announce them with the USB C case, they're on sale all the time right now. So you can get them for 50 mm -hmm. bucks off. So I'll probably go with, um, with them, but it'd just be nice, right? I mean, when I camp and stuff like that, I'd like to be able to have one set of cables that can charge everything. Yes. And I have to carry so, 50. Yeah, 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 I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then I'm definitely going to be looking at some MagSafe charging stands. Uh, one for my office, yes. probably one for my nightstand, and maybe one for the trailer. That's my problem. Anytime I buy something for a nightstand, I have to think if I'm buying two because I spend so much time out in the trailer, right? But I want this for standby and that new standby mode on my desk. I think it'll be fantastic. I really want them to put it on the iPad. Can you imagine mm -hmm. an iPad mini with standby mode? How awesome that would yeah. be? That would be so that cool. would, That would be. 
So doing that, and then a case or a skin. Uh, I will I will buy a rugged case, right? For sure. One of the yes. ones that's. I know these phones are waterproof, um, but it's one thing to have them in a a nice clean swimming pool. It's another thing to have them out on a lake, underwater, and have all the yes. gunk that gets associated with that. And so. I will definitely buy a rugged case. I just buy the cheap ones. I don't buy the super expensive ones. I just need them to seal and protect the phone. Yeah. So I'll do that. And then I just don't know. I, it may depend on what the what cases Apple offers and um, how the phones look, right? Because yeah. if, that, if, if I really don't have any good color options, I'll get a skin. And I've looked at some cool ones. D-Brand's... Didn't have anything I really cared about unless I want to go with like the bamboo look or something like that. But yeah, slick wood, wraps, wood grain look. Yeah. Slick wraps has some really cool retro skins, okay. and they've got a really good looking red one. I wish it didn't have the rainbow apple logo in the middle, but more this more modern one. But man, yeah, they've got some really and slick wraps you can customize it. So I was thinking about you know taking one of my bike pictures, you know some of those amazing pictures that I post when I'm on these rides and stuff. And turning that yeah. into a case too, so I don't know, or into a a wrap. So if it's really good looking, then I'll get a clear wrap so that I protect the back. Absolutely, mm-hmm. the screen protectors. Um, and then I'm probably gonna get a MagSafe wallet at this point. So my wife just got that case I mentioned last time. She's yeah. really like having it all in one. I think I'm just gonna get a MagSafe because I don't want my phone thicker. Um, but I think I'll just get a MagSafe wallet that'll just go on. And so if I don't have a case, I can get mm-hmm. one of the cheaper MagSafe wallets that maybe has the AirPod tracker thing built into it. Yeah. So that when I do have it in separate pockets or I'm not taking my phone. So that's uh, that's probably what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah, I I um I forgot to mention, yeah, this, the skin... And uh, I, we we won't do a case. Well, I will for my wife, and she kind of likes bumpers and stuff too. She'll she'll get away by. She's the same. She has her her Apple Care Plus, but she she'll get by with one of those cheap bumpers that have the clear back and like a colored edge. They usually uh they usually re- release those pretty quick after a new a new phone. And then uh, skins again. I'm just gonna go with my clear skins and and uh, that's it. But. You're right. If you can customize those those uh, skins from Slick Wraps, you do take some really breathtaking pictures sometimes when you're on the top of those hills and, and you take those nice views. They are uh, wallpaper worthy. So, yeah, I can I can see a good case or a good skin with what one of those. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Right. And that may I mean, if I decide that's really what I want to do, that I don't like any of the colors, maybe I go with like mm-hmm. the silver. Actually, if I don't care. I'll just go with whatever I can get on day yeah. one, right? And mm-hmm. um, and then stick a stick a wrap on it. So, but we'll see. All right, uh, last question for you on this before we wrap up and move into the post show method of purchase. Now we talked about this a few episodes ago. All of the different ways that you can do this. So I'll go with you first because yours is probably more straightforward. Yeah, yeah, and unless I'm getting a phone. Uh, I, we're just going to go to the store and buy them. I'll just buy, buy them with the app and just do a pickup and uh, use that opportunity to do whatever other changes on like AirPods or, you know what I mean, whatever 
uh, Genie's uh, appointment we can make. But yeah, yeah. And the same with the phone. Even if I do decide to go with the phone, whichever model, whether it's for me or my wife, we're just going to purchase it outright and, and, uh, and, and own it. I don't like to, uh, to deal with the carriers on that. I like to be able to change carriers. You know, I always do prepaid. My phone number doesn't matter to me uh, as much as most folks. So I'm just jumping around looking for the most data I can get for the, for the cheapest price. So that's, that's one of the main reasons why we'll just buy them outright. So what about you? Yeah, I think I'm 90% on the buying it outright. Um, mm-hmm. I may consider the Apple Card one year interest-free, um, but yeah. I don't get the completely unlocked phone. I mean, in theory, Verizon shouldn't lock it, but you never know what they're going to do because they just changed that policy. You have to buy it yes. outright if you want it fully unlocked and don't want to say this is the carrier I'm going to put it on. I mean, it doesn't matter. Verizon's going to charge me 35 bucks to activate it no matter what the deal is. So. Um, so I'm considering that um, definitely the accessories I'll I'll purchase outright. The my bigger mm-hmm. question is what am I going to do from a trade in? So I've got my twelve. Um, I think I'm going to hold on to that one and uh, just permanently attach it and make it a continuity camera for video mm-hmm. and get rid of this Logitech camera that I'm using right now. Um, yeah, because then it would just it, be it is a better camera. In. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way better. But then I've also got my mom's 12, regular 12, the light purple version. And there's like a $50 yeah. trade-in difference right now between those. But I don't know. I don't know if I'll try and trade it in right then. I may try and hold on to it so I have a camera. Plus then you and I want to do more shorts. And it'd be nice if I had a one device that was completely blank, but I'm recording with one yes. phone and then I have the other one. So I don't know. We'll see what they do to the trade-in values. That'll be the big question if they drop them by 150 bucks or something like that with the new ones then mm-hmm. I, I may just hold on to it and plus i'm still debating what to do with my mom's phone number if i'm going to port it into a google voice or um what do i how do i monitor her email box for the next year you know all that kind of stuff and so it might be nice yeah. to just leave that on her current device and and not have to mix yeah. it in with all of my other stuff so that's still up for debate but but yeah, so I'll be uh, I'll be poorer um, in the next little <laughs> while. So, but I've been planning on this right, and I've been the way I've managed yeah, my business, knew. my business stuff. Yeah. I've been planning on this purchase coming in the month of September, so I knew it was coming. The question yeah. is, how much is the real yeah, question? Yeah, we're we're used to September's. We've been preparing for this month um, since. What oh seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, like every it's because it's been yeah it's been September releases pretty steadily. I know they they've shifted it a few times and uh, there was even one time when iPhone was earlier in the year instead of later in the year, um, back when they were doing iPods and stuff too. So, but yeah, September usually yeah we we prepare for it. So. All right. Well, I think that's it for the regular show today. We are going to do a couple of things in the post show. So we're going to start. I want to talk about hand-me-downs. I don't want to force everybody that was listening to the show to go through that. But if you want to know hand-me-down approach, we'll just talk about that briefly. There was a really good article about it um, in one of the publications this week. And then we're going to spend some time talking about Apple and Disney. Um. And then we'll see how long that goes. If that goes too long, 
just know that uh, next week we'll c- talk about the betas in the main show. So if you don't want to yeah. stick around for the post show, know that that's coming. But uh, so hand me downs, Disney for sure, and maybe some discussion on betas. That'll be our post show this week. So yeah, thanks for yeah. Uh, sticking with us through this. Just remember, uh, follow the show, share it with others. Um, watch for our hot take show on the twelfth. Right, as soon as we can get it recorded, that event's probably an hour, hour and fifteen minutes. Jason and I'll, you know, fifteen minutes after that, be recording. Takes us a couple hours to record. And it takes me about an hour to prep the show and get it published out there. But uh, beyond that, so look for that on that Tuesday evening. We'll have our hot takes out there and maybe firm up what our real plans are. We'll see if they were able to wow Jason enough that his uh, his September is going to be more expensive than mine. So, Yeah, <laughs> right. All right, well, that's it. Jason, your turn. I didn't have one last uh, last time. What's your cool podcast closing? No, no, that's it. Cool podcast closing. Let's talk about these hand-me-downs. I'm excited for this this discussion. See you next week, guys. Thanks, everyone. Have a great one. All right, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us here. Uh, Like we mentioned, I know the show ran about 90 minutes, which actually Jason and I were thinking might be a little shorter than what we thought it might be. But, man, that was a lot of fun, Jason. I really enjoyed our conversation. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I always love to talk about Apple and and just technology in general. You know, we even got some, we got the rag on Sony and Microsoft and <laughs> and other companies yeah. for not handling uh, uh, sales as good as Apple. But yeah, always fun. I I really hope that Nintendo takes some lessons from Apple because the rumor has the new Switch is going to be announced. Yeah, yeah, soon, and, and it's in high demand. Too. Um, I'm. It, it's, I, th- I think I'll be upgrading. Yeah. So, cause I've skipped them all, right? I, I'm still on one that I got in December of 2019. Yes. So no OLED, right? And it, it works fine. Yeah. Right. So no OLED, but this one hopefully will have faster processors. Yeah. Maybe somebody will finally put Madden football on it. That would be nice. But faster yeah. Wi-Fi would be really good because the Wi-Fi on that thing is just, yeah, I agree. Right. I mean, yeah. it's horrible. But this leads into our topic about hand-me-downs because I've got three grandkids, right? Mm-hmm. And Wyatt has his own Switch. Dustin has his own Switch. Kristen has one. Um, Alyssa doesn't game. But I've got three grandkids that if I buy a new Switch, I would just put the fun games and get some learning games and stuff like that for them to have. And yeah, I think that'd be fine. So... I want to talk about this hand-me-down approach because you've talked about you've got some bandwidth because you could hand down. Mm-hmm. I actually have the opposite problem where I don't have um, anybody to hand yes. down. Maybe this phone I could, but I want to talk about when hand-me-down works and when it doesn't. So, Jason, if you decide to buy a phone, talk us through what you're going to do from a hand-me-down perspective. So, and, you know, one thing you know about me, Greg, is I'm cheap. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and not people cheap, always frugal. Hear, yeah, I'm frugal. I'm frugal. I like things to be cost effective, right? So and and one thing, especially my family and stuff, they always see me with, with and you know how much the ultras are, you know. This is it's a pretty expensive watch for someone that's as as frugal as me. And I always have the, the newer devices, you know. Sometimes I'll let them go for a few years, but nothing justifies my purchases easier than being able to hand these devices down, right? I told a story before about 
the series four I got, there was the gold one. No one wanted that gold. That that it was the aluminum gold one. It wasn't the stainless steel gold one. So it just no one wanted it, right? And um, it, it I had to end up selling it, you know, to make up the difference. And we talk about me getting a new iPad next year with this iPad being less than a year old. Um, I have to keep this thing as spotless as possible to maximize that amount that I get after, you know, reselling yeah. it, whether, you know, selling it on offer up or, or, or trading it in. Um, I have to go ahead and put it in a case or, or, you know, I have a, a skin on it now, so it's not getting scratched up a screen protector from, from day one, a back protector from day one. So, um, if I'm not able to resell it, the best way is to hand it down. Right. So, and that kind of influences my purchases too of a new phone. So I, I can't go with the weird looking colors that I want, right? If I would have got the purple one, would anyone else want the purple one? Which usually would be my wife. Would she want a big purple phone? No, but she would go with the gold phone if she had to, if she doesn't get the pink one. Because um, we're definitely not going to do both. You know, we're, we're both not going to upgrade. Either she's going to get the pink one and I'm going to stay with my, with my Pro Max or... I'm going to go with the a newer, you know, the 15 Pro Max, and she'll get my gold. Uh, now, um, is she a plus? So if you were to just to get her the phone, mm -hmm. is she going to get the 15 plus or the 15, regular 15? So she'll go with the regular 15. Now, she does like a big phone. She uses her okay. phone more like, like you are with your mini and how you want to offload some of the, the tasks you do on your mini to your phone. She's she's already right. there. She'll handle okay. most of her tasks on her phone and not even pull out her MacBook. You know, she doesn't have an but iPad. But she's not she's not like sold on a size, right? She's not like saying absolutely I won't go bigger and I don't want to go small. Cuz my yeah. wife with she's got that all-in-one case now, so it's mm -hmm. a little bit fatter, but she is still all about the mini because it doesn't stick out of her back pocket when she's roaming around. Right, right. The school Right, and if if she were to get the Max and even the regular size phone, it sticks out enough that you start to worry about it bending or just that part of it getting scraped on the chairs yeah. and yeah. So, but your wife doesn't have anything that she says I I this is my absolute preferred size. I will go with this one if I have to, but I'm not going any bigger. Yeah, no, no, she's not really because she's had okay. she's had the bigger phones before and she's had the smaller ones before, so. I don't really think she has a preference. Uh, I do need to ask though to see if she's if she's okay because the 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 Pro Max is a pretty big phone. It's a pretty beefy phone. Yeah. But uh, no, no. So, but you know, back to what we were saying, being able to hand them down is uh, it's it's a huge justification for for me. So, if you can, you know, if someone else can get use out of these phones, and you don't have to go through the trouble of of trading it or, or, you know, reselling it or having to meet strangers and things like that, then yeah, just being able to, to, to wipe it and give it to a family member or something is, is a, is a huge benefit because it's still worth, you know, every bit of, of what you paid for it. You know, you just want to go ahead yeah. and upgrade. So. Yeah. And that's the frustrating thing, right? I mean, I generally trade in through Apple and mm -hmm. even a one, one year old model, right? So let's say I had the 14 pro max and wanted to trade it in, it's, I'm going to get less than half Yes. the trade-in credit, right? And so handing it off to someone and saying, hey, the battery's still at 98% life, 
There's no scratches. It's pristine, which is also why I was really sad about the major scratches on mine. Because, you know, when I hand mine in, people look at me and go, did you even use this device? Yep. Right? (laughs) And, uh, but that's the thing. I mean, it's less than half. And so if you can hand it down, then great, right? So your path would be you would hand it down to your wife and then potentially hers goes to your son or to your daughter. I know your daughter doesn't have one quite yet, but you could always just put Wi-Fi on it and turn it into a, an iPod Touch or yeah. something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So it works yeah. good with iPod, uh, with, with iPads, because she has an iPad, but yeah, I don't think she's ready for yeah. a phone quite yet. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think you covered the times when it doesn't work, right? Either you've picked a color that nobody else will ever want, and mm-hmm. they're not going to put a case on it. Nice thing is you can also hand me down the really nice cases that you yes. got, right? So if you bought the really nice Apple leather case, it can go down with the phone. But then the size, to me, that's where I'm running into the problem. Because, like, my wife's got the red. We're a University of Utah red family here. Mm-hmm. And we also go with, like, the deep greens. Um, but we avoid blue like the plague because that's BYU. And you can't be BYU <laughs> in University of Utah. Or you're dysfunctional. But, um, but she, so she doesn't care so much about the, um, the color, especially now where she seems to really like this full case with the wallet built in that snaps yep. open. Right? And, but what she cares about is the size. And so I could potentially, if they don't make another mini, she'll just go to the normal size phone, right? And so Mm -hmm. in theory, this 12 Pro that I have would be fine. She could go down to that, but she's not going to go with a Max phone ever again. She's got the regular 11 inch iPad Pro. And I have a feeling that when she gets ready to upgrade, in fact, she may just take my mini. That thing's like five years old and still working fine. But I think she'll probably go down to the mini because it gets heavy to hold on her when she's laying in bed trying to read or watch a video or yeah. stuff like yeah. that or when we're in our hammock. So she likes the smaller stuff. So I'm just, whatever, if I get the max, I just have to know that I am not going to be able to do the hand-me-down because Wyatt doesn't want it. Nobody in my family wants the max phones. Yes. So the good thing is I can pick whatever color I want and not worry about it. The bad news is I've got to know that if I want to upgrade next year, then I'm, I'm trading in and, that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why you may want to go with something like the uh, every year upgrade. If you know you're the only person that's ever going to use whatever phone you buy yes. and you want the latest and greatest every year, you probably should go with that Apple upgrade program because we didn't talk about this. But the thing is, you don't pay for something that's going to lose value. You're only paying for ha- half the year, right? So you yeah. paid for half the phone. They're not worried about trade-in. You're just going to keep paying basically that same amount for the next phone. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just take care of it. So yeah, that's yeah. And get the new yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, I mean, I mean, if I lived in Houston, it might be a little bit different. But I live in a small town. In order to sell stuff, I usually end up having to travel up to Salt Lake or something like that to meet with people, and it just becomes more of a a hassle it is than to just have Apple ship me a box and mm-hmm. send it back to them. So yeah, so hand me down approach is great. Um, I definitely would find a way to do that for the first device you ever give to a kid. Mm-hmm. So my grandkids, I didn't have anything I could hand me down and they all, and they got the two iPads that they have at the same time. So they both got the, you know, the entry level $329 iPads. Yes. One actually was a hand me down from my daughter that got it when she graduated from high school. Cause it was the one she used for four years. So it was super old. And then we bought one more, but um, like I said, I'm going to hand down this iPad mini most likely to my wife. If we wanted something for the youngest grandson when he's ready to have his own, then 
we could just give him my wife's and stick it in a rugged case and mm-hmm. use it till it dies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the problem is when you get into the high end stuff, it really is. And you know, if I buy an iPad 12.9 inch, I'll also have to know that I'll never hand that off to anybody. Yeah. Right. I mean, Dustin uses one currently for college. He never got a computer. That's all he has is the 12.9. And it's great because he's a music major. So it's his cheap music. It sits on his stand when he's, you know, in concert and all that kind of stuff. And, but he'll need a new one soon because we bought that one two or three years ago. It's probably the same model you have. So anyway, so anything else on hand-me-downs? No, no. But, you know, even if you don't go with the hand-me-down approach and you're having to resale, just a, a quick tip. You know, we, we always talk about maximizing the value of, of your devices. So and I know from experience from selling, you know, many phones in the past that there's this weird period between the summer when the rumors really start kicking up, uh, 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 kicking up about when the, the, uh, the new devices are going to be launched, that you can still get the maximum amount of value now for your phone. Now, this is not for everyone. I've had the, the, uh, the ability in the past to have a backup phone or, or a separate phone to, to, uh, to, to use. So you can sell your, your, your current device now. Right. Let's say you're on an Ultra. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, an Ultra. I'm already ready for the name change. Let's say you're on a Pro Max now. <laughs> Jason's going to be buying a phone, just so you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get the most value for it now if you resell it now, because once the keynote happens, the price immediately drops down like a hundred bucks, because everyone knows the, all of the news outlets. You know, even folks that aren't, aren't tech people, when Apple makes an announcement, it makes the regular evening news, right? So just the person that's not a techie. Sitting on their couch, the evening news comes on. They're already alerted that there's a new iPhone coming out in two weeks. So the price drops down drastically, right? So if you have the ability, if you have a backup phone now and you're in that position of where you have to resale your phone, now is the time to do it, right? Because as soon yeah. as they make that announcement, it, the, the value of that for your current phone drops down. And not just, not just resale, right? Even the current phone retail drops down 150 bucks or so from apple yeah right for this current model so you'll be able to buy the new the, the current phone once the new one's announced for 150 maybe 200 bucks sometimes cheaper than yep. than uh the the current price now so if you're looking to resale now is the time to do it if you have that ability to have a backup or something just a just you know just a thought if you can stay yep. you're not going to lose much value but i'm saying you'll be able to you know um, uh, get the maximum bucks, amount of value. 150 yeah. bucks, $200. Yeah, and if you want to trade in, so I know a lot of people like to trade in because then you get the credit on your purchase, but yes. if you really want to maximize it, you need to, this week or next, start the trade-in process with Apple. Yes. Lock in the value. And yep. that way, but you got to time it, right? You need to do it like right before the event so that you have the full time frame. And hope that the new phone arrives within that 10 days after you got the box. Yes. Right. Because that's <laughs> yeah. that's how you lock that in. So if you can work that out, you can lock in that trade-in. You're just going to get an Apple gift card is what you're going to get, right? Yes. So if, if you're thinking about doing that, I'm sure there will be something you could spend the Apple, Apple gift card on. Like, if I were to do it, I would just buy the AirPods Pro with the gift card, right? And maybe the accessories or something like that. So. Yeah, and that's, that's the problem I'm going to have with the Ultra. Right. Is there's no way that my wife wants this big. Same here. Yes. On her wrist. 
Um, I wish she would have it for some of the extra features and functionality and the battery life and all that kind of stuff. But she's just, I can't even imagine putting this. She might say she's, here's the thing about my wife. She might say it doesn't really matter to her and maybe it doesn't, mm-hmm. but I don't want to give her something she doesn't want. Yes. Right. And so if she just says, yeah, I'll take it, it. Yeah. I'll take it just so you can buy the latest and greatest and justify it. That's not what I want. Right. Yeah. I want her to have what she wants. And so, you know, she may, when they redo the Apple watches next year, I may be buying two, right. I may be buying the ultra for me and the latest smaller version for her, especially mm-hmm. if they decide to do something with the bands and then we can't be compatible in bands and all that kind of stuff. So that's how I approach it. I mean, she's been great with my technology addiction to yeah. just, you know, <laughs> let me do whatever I needed to. The same but, here. Same with my wife. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Let's talk about Apple and Disney. So this rumor comes up all the time. And it does. Just, just for history, if you don't realize that Steve Jobs at one point was the largest individual shareholder of Disney. Mm-hmm. And that came because Disney purchased Pixar, which Steve Jobs started. Um, yep. That came out of when he was at Next. And he and was a huge part Pixar. of that deal. Yep. And if you want to read, uh, not just for this, but um, uh, Bob, what's his name? His book's over on my shelf. Les- Lesnar? No, no, uh, um, um. Bob Iger. Iger. Bob Iger. Iger. Yeah, so he's got a book out called The Ride of a Lifetime. I've read it a couple of times. It's really a leadership book, but it's his stories about rising up through the ranks and becoming the CEO of Disney. And now he's back as the CEO because the Bob that came after him didn't work out. Yeah. So, um, but he talks about going through this and when they were just about to announce the deal and Steve Jobs was going to become the largest shareholder in Disney, that's when he revealed that he had liver cancer. Mm-hmm. And so Bob Iger was one of the few folks that he revealed that to. And he says, I think you need to know because I'm about to become your largest shareholder. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so anyway, this keeps coming up. And I, you know, Bob Iger has been quoted as saying that if Steve Jobs had lasted longer, that I think we would have merged yes. and been brought I together. So. And it makes a lot of sense, right? Because if I think about, there's three companies that I kind of put into this Three bigger companies that I kind of put into this. Apple, Disney, and the Lego, sto- uh, Lego company, especially Lego stores, right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason that if you go into a mall and there's an Apple store and a Lego store, they're close to each other. Yep. That's deliberate on their parts. And you get a lot of the same customer service and those kinds of philosophies. And same thing for Disney if you go to a Disney property, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to get that extra attention to detail. They want control of the customer experience. and. We'll talk about that a little bit in the cruise ship section of this. So there's, there's a lot that I think overlaps here. And put aside, because I know a lot of the podcasts and stuff have talked about, well, they're two different companies. It's so out of Apple's wheelhouse. I don't want to go into any of that kind of stuff. But I want to talk about if they were to merge, what does it do to us as consumers, right? What mm-hmm. are the things that it would, um, that, let's just stay positive. Let's just talk about the advantages that we would yes. get as consumers um, if these two companies merged. So right? I, I know for me, definitely from a, a customer service and just a service standpoint, uh, a lot of would change more on the Disney side than Apple. 
Right. Because everyone uses Apple as the model. So you talked about like customer service and stuff in the Lego store and, and uh, in the Disney store. I can see just in, in, in ease of use kind of things with the way subscriptions go and, and the, the way uh, uh, services are packaged and bundled. You know, I know they have the Hulu, Disney, ESPN kind of kind of package things uh, like that. I can see cheaper prices and I can see um, just ease of use when you're when you're navigating stuff like that. I can see um, better customer service when you're when you're um when you're dealing with disney or or um or you know any of the uh the uh, other companies that that fall under that so uh, from a consumer standpoint i could just see things getting better i don't see things being worse you know and i know a lot of people are negative when it comes to stuff like that like oh it's gonna oh things are gonna be so much worse so you know you know look how apple deals with adult content and stuff they said the same thing when when disney bought fox you know oh we're gonna lose the the more adult content, the more, uh, uh, you know, everything has to be PG-13. We're going to lose all the rated R stuff. No, everything's still going to be separate. I don't think Apple's going to Apple have didn't... any influence on production. But everybody thought when Apple TV launched that it was going to be a whole bunch of family-friendly yeah. stuff. And yeah. I got to be honest. I mean, you know how... you know how conservative I am in media that I watch. Mm -hmm. There is very little interesting on apple tv that i'm willing to watch <laughs> because they've gone i mean like c with jason momoa was ridiculously violent mm -hmm. and even their shows like foundation and a bunch of this other stuff there's language there's other things that yeah. aren't appropriate for families yeah and um and that's their choice which is fine but nobody thought they would yeah nobody thought they would do that yeah. Right. Some and of the topics so that they I, touch I on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't worry that the Apple, the Apple of today is not the Apple that you can say, well, the Apple would never get into something like that. Yeah. Because they are. They are. But I also think it'd be interesting for Apple to have all of that intellectual property. Right. I mean, I feel like Disney already owns all of my childhood. Yes. Right. Disney proper plus. Um, Marvel plus Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I mean, even National Geographic to a certain extent, right? I mean, owning all of that stuff, you just, I mean, if I had to pick one streaming service, there's no way I would pick anything other than Disney Plus, right? Yes. I mean, the only thing that's not in there really is like the Star Trek kind of yeah. stuff for me. That's the one I would have to go through. It would not be Netflix or any of those with the DC universe or any of that kind of stuff. It would be Disney. And so I mm -hmm. think about they own that intellectual property. What could they do from hardware? You know, even like something as simple as making cases for their devices with mm -hmm. all of that intellectual property on there, right? Iron Man special edition iPhone, yes. you know, kind of thing, right? So, <laughs> yeah, this actually licensed. Yeah. That, that looks really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. And then content for Vision Pro. I mean, we know that's not out yet, and Disney's already announced it. But can you imagine just having the direct integration between the hardware mm -hmm. and the content and just everything Disney produces going forward is IMAX and Vision Pro? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it just, so, just would be super incredible. I mean, you know, we talked about, they, they kind of hinted at some of the things that Disney's working on, and that was just with Disney+. Plus. You know, imagine having yeah. a whole section at a football game that'll put you in the seats, an ESPN yeah. section, 
put you in the seats and you can look around the stadium and stuff and watch the entire game from that perspective on the Vision Pro. Yeah. You know, that's just what, you know, just through ESPN and, and you know, their partnerships with the leagues and stuff like that. But imagine not having to shell out 1500 bucks to go to an NBA, you know, finals game to sit way on the roof. You yeah. know, you'll be in the ESPN seats, which are on the sides, which are Vision Pro. You know, stuff yeah. like that is just, just, you know, it gives you something to look forward to. And that's not going to kill in person, right? I mean, they're still going to go. No, like, no, it's not. So, it's not. I, you know, I mentioned that I'm a University of Utah fan. And when we lived in Utah the first time, we had four season tickets. And it cost me like $500 for the whole season for four tickets. Mm-hmm. Right? It was crazy cheap. Yeah. Well, they moved to the Pac-12. And now they're going to move to the Big 12 or Big 10, whichever one I keep getting mm-hmm. them mixed up, right, next year. But I can't even afford to pay the fee to get into the club that allows me to get onto the waiting list to then possibly someday purchase two season tickets. Right. Yeah. And so if I think about that, yeah, I can't afford to pay a thousand dollars a seat per game. Mm-hmm. Right. But if they had a subscription service that said, okay, you're going to pay $50 or even let's say it was $150, something like that. Right. And I could watch it in my home. I would do that. Yeah. And um and I still don't think it's going to change ticket sales at all. At all. Right? At because all. No. so yeah, I would love to see that kind of stuff and that gets into this where I think would be incredible to see what this combined organization could do cuz you start mm-hmm. talking about integrating Apple hardware into the theme parks. Right? I mean you walk in and you don't need anything but your phone and it's doing all of the things for you. It's alerting yep. you. I mean, you can do some of this now with the Disney app, but just how much more it could be direct integration, mm-hmm. right? Into all of this kind of stuff. And if I think about Disney's Imagineering team, which is all about building the tech and the robotics and all of the things for the rides and the experiences that isn't just rides anymore, right? Mm-hmm. All of those experiences that go on at the theme park, just imagine the combined Apple Disney ability to take that kind of stuff yeah. to the next level, right? I mean, I, I just think that would be absolutely incredible to take these two organizations, especially where Disney, I mean, their theme parks, mm-hmm. it's all about experience. I mean, you see the things all the time about how they're trained to handle kids with special needs. And I saw an article one time about um, a kid that had some needs and was just getting overwhelmed and went and stood next to a railing that was close to the lake that's in the middle of the park Mm -hmm. and how Snow White was able to walk up and just stand with him and kind of help him calm down. And just it's just unreal. Now, put aside the whole labor disputes and all of that kind of I don't want to go into that like I said let's just stay positive yeah let's keep it light (laughs) I mean yeah I mean you start adding in all of Apple's tech into that and instead of you know you're walking up and you go into a restaurant to order or even a fast food joint within the park and it's all Mm -hmm. done on an iPad instead of you know all of this other stuff I, I just I think that would be unreal and I would love to see what those two combined groups could do to come up with for new rides yeah and new experiences and it's got to be cheaper to build a theater and put a whole bunch of apple vision pro devices on somebody's face right than it is to actually build 
the whole whole, whole tower the whole roller coaster yeah 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 i'm I'm with you so when you you know when you talk about them combining hardware and stuff like that you know I, i always think how cool apple in the apple store Right. The phones that they carry are like a customized iPhone. It's a cash register, uh-huh. basically. And they do everything. They set appointments. They even print receipts out of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Imagine how they can use that technology. And, you know, instead of lines, having to scan everyone's tickets and, and things like that, they're using those devices. And uh, I don't know if, uh, if you've been to Sam's Club, they have that scan and go where it's just like uh, some kind of scanner at the top and you just take your basket through the. You know, so imagine moving through lines and and or yeah. the entrance in the park, or even going to the to your hotel room. And I know they have the the Apple Key thing where you can unlock the door and stuff now. And I'm seeing that more in hotels. But imagine just walking up to the door and it identifying you through your iPhone yeah. or through some other technology and stuff like that. Imagine how convenient that would make things. So, yeah, just adding that technology in would make the parks more efficient. You know, think about this. Um... Bear with me on this one. So when, when Dustin was super little, we were, um, the Jazz opened a new practice facility, the basketball team here, mm-hmm. and Zion's Bank, who I worked for, sponsored the facility. So their name is on the facility, right? And so as employees, we got to go to the grand opening of the facility. And okay. when we got there, it was real close to Dustin's birthday. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so we made arrangements that the Jazz Bear, which was the mascot, would come mm-hmm. bring him a hat. Oh, that's cool. And uh, so it's time, and the jazz bear comes out, and he gives the hat to the wrong kid, <laughs> right? And so then we had to go back, and then he had to fix that with the kid, and then he had to still do something with Dustin. So, you know, we talk a lot about this personal experience. Well, what if, you know, every character cast member in Disneyland or Disney World mm-hmm. had an Apple Watch? Yes. And... It popped up a message. I'm getting a little sci-fi on us here, and I'm not talking about you know you see it all the time when people have jobs they need to go do. I'll, I won't. I'll leave it to your imagination about what kind of you know you know uh, assassins are out there getting yeah. these kinds of messages, right? <laughs> but imagine that today I'm uh, today I'm playing the Beast from Beauty and the Beast, and um, my watch is on my wrist, and they know where I'm at. And they can say, hey, there's this kid. It's in this area real close to you. They're there right now. And he really wants to meet the beast. And oh, by the way, here's the picture his parents authorized us to show you. Yeah. So they and know so, who exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so Beast walks up and says, hey, Bobby. Yeah. How are you doing? Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> and how, how amazing that kind of an experience would be for a kid that went, Oh my gosh, the beast knows my name, yeah, you know, and yeah. knew that oh, I wanted just to walk meet. by and just say, Hey, happy birthday, Jack, or happy yeah. birthday, Danny. Yeah. Th- yeah. That is, that is really exactly. cool. <laughs> so I, I just think about how amazing that would be. And this is on my list of things to do with my grandkids, right? Mm-hmm. Is to have a nice big family experience where we're all in the parks for, three days and when i think about doing kinds of things with my family the only organization that i think about wanting to do that in besides going camping right which is has nothing to do with any company Mm -hmm. is disney i don't think about do i really want to go do that at knott's berry farms or sea world or you know six flags or any of that kind of we've got a lagoon which is owned by six flags here in utah okay fine i'll take you there for a day Mm -hmm. but if i think about that once in a lifetime experience where I tell everybody, Grandpa is paying 
mm-hmm. for this part of it. You just bring your souvenir money and your food money, and we're all going to be there at the same time. Yeah. The only place I can think of to do that mm-hmm. is Disney. Is Disney. That's and it. And who would you trust with all of that personal information besides Apple? Apple, yeah. right? And so if this was all secured by Apple and I could go in and I could plan the whole trip and say, hey, this is my family. This is our reunion. Mm-hmm. This is who we all are. This is when we're going to be there. This is when the kids' birthdays are. This is who the kids love, right? And if I could just put all of that stuff into Apple system, not Disney proper, yeah. but if I could but put Apple. all of that into Apple system mm-hmm. and that changes the experience that we have, yeah, yeah, I'd pay extra for that. Yeah, yeah, same here. Right? If same I needed here. to have an Apple Watch on every person's wrist to make that happen, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. It, it, and that's why I say, you know, I can only see from a consumer standpoint, I can only see the benefits. Now, I'm sure there's some, there's some downsides to it too. Yeah. But as far as the customer experience goes, there, there's, there's only one way and that's up, you know? So Jason, let's wrap this up by two other experiences that I think Apple combined with Disney and you know, Disney owns cruise ships. Mm-hmm. So you're the resident cruise guy. So originally, my understanding is Disney licensed everything out to other cruise operators and just went, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. This is not working for us. And so they've built their own yes. ships, right? And the experience is more expensive, right? It, is. it just is. And, but that sounds an awful lot like Apple saying, yeah, we're done buying Intel chips. We're just going to build our own. Because we want to control our own destiny. So how would you see, I, I don't think you've been, have you been on a Disney cruise? I don't think so, right? So we hadn't. And, and you're right. It is a more, expensive, uh, a more expensive trip. And to put this in perspective, our, for the same price for our eight-day family vacation that we go on at, uh, almost every September, seven or eight days, depending on the week, um, it's equivalent to a four-day trip on Disney. So yep. <laughs> It is it is a much more expensive. Now we are gonna go when the kids get a little older. We're waiting for my daughter to to, to hit a certain age. She'll be older. Uh we, we are gonna do the the uh the Disney cruises, but you know, they have a new ship coming. Um I believe it's called a treasure that's that's hitting the waters next year. Um the technology they they include in these in these ships is is phenomenal. It, it it's awesome. And I don't think, you know, there's no Apple technology going on in it now, but they are using in some of the Disney resorts, the uh, Apple key, right? And that's basically where you tap your phone to your lock to unlock this. So you don't have to carry around a key card. So uh, on ships, we use these, uh, our our door keys now, our key card or or sign and sale or ship pass or whatever. That's what we use as currency on on the ship. So being able to digitize all of that, everyone has their phones with us anyway. If you don't need a ship card to get into your room to make purchases on the ships, you'll just basically be using Apple Pay or, you know what I mean, or, or one of their cards and stuff yeah. like that. Um, man, it just makes things so much more convenient. You know, we're, we're walking around in swim trunks and, and flip flops anyway. Yes, we're still carrying our phones, but if we didn't have to have a lanyard or have a key card or have some other form of payment or something like that. Yeah, or you, yeah, or just, just having it watch, on your watch, right? Yes, exactly. Because I keep my watch on, and um, yeah, being able to ha- being able to make purchases and stuff just by double tapping uh, uh on my button and and tapping it, man, 
I can see that technology just improving things, you know, by, by leaps and bounds. I'm, I'm excited for that. So you've got, I mean, you've got grandkids too that mm -hmm. are going to be coming up. I mean, if Apple and Disney combined and had this magical Apple Disney cruise, would you take kids and grandkids all at the same time? Like I was talking about for Disneyland or Disney World, would that be something you'd be interested in? Definitely. I'll be there. Day one. <laughs> yeah. So we, we would be so, on that ship. And, you know, you talked about this, but if we talk about Apple tech and Disney resorts, I mean, think of everything in your hotel room powered on an iPad or you just had an Apple TV in the room, right? Where you could interface with everything. And, you know, for, again, for a character to know that y'all just checked into your room and you've given permission for them to know that that's where you are and to knock on your door and say, hi, I just wanted to say hi. You know, yeah. I mean, just the experience of that becomes, and one of the places, I don't think I'm going to do my family reunion in Disneyland. I'm probably going to do Disney World because mm -hmm. um, the other place that's there is like all of the Harry Potter stuff, which my kids, not my grandkids, but my kids, that's their, you know, that's their, they were yeah, that age, they were, right? They were when big Harry on Potter that. was there. Yeah. But they have a, an RV resort called Fort Wilderness. Now it's already ridiculously expensive because that's the other thing. If Apple and Disney combine and you get this extra experience, just expect it to be more expensive. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. just, just plan on that. Right. But, but I can imagine an RV park powered by Apple. Yes. Right. And connected to the Disney Apple network. And I mean, I already want to stay in this place because you take a ferry to the park instead of having to go parking and, you know, all of these kinds of things, but mm -hmm. just this whole concept of, I'm going to, this is a once in a lifetime thing, right? It's yeah. absolutely would be once that I'd be able to afford it. So I just, I think about that. And like you said, there's probably are some downsides and stuff like that, but I just got to imagine this would be the way to go. So, you know, yeah. I'm not a shareholder of Disney or Apple. Yeah, um, same here. I should have bought Apple a long time ago, <laughs> but, uh, you know, if they want my opinion, I'm in, unless somebody can tell me all of these big negative things that come in. Cause I just, I think of that experience. That's what I would want my grandkids yeah. to experience. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, like we said, there's, there's something negative in everything and, and negative people will be able to find all of the downsides, but you know, I just think there's way too many benefits to, to not see this as a, as a positive. So, but we'll see. Cause like you said, when we started the conversation, this rumor has been around for, for a few years now. It, it's been going around for a few years. So it's one of those things, just like the, the pro model iPhones being delayed. It's, it's one of those things where we keep hearing about it, but is it really going to happen? Yeah. No, but we'll I, see. I guess we'll see. All right. Uh, we're probably long enough, Jason. So just real quick on the betas, we're both installing them this week, right? Yep. Today. Well, later, later this evening. I have some things to, to are you jump gonna, into. You going to do them all? Phone, watch, iPad? Yeah. The only way to get the watch is, is through the phone. I think it's yeah. stable enough to... I don't think it'll hurt me that much. And at least if it does, it won't be too long before the, the Gold Master or, you know, the release candidate comes yeah. out. So. And you can always restore back too. So just if yeah. you're listening to this and you think, okay, they told me I could, um, back up your device. Yes. Back up. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it then. 
Right, Jason, yeah. great talking to you. Appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Thanks, it everybody, good, for listening. A fun one this week. I enjoyed it. So see you guys yep. next next week, and thanks for listening. All right. Thanks, everyone.